The following is a world-class Bullshitters exclusive. Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks, and with me tonight is... The last standing Simone. Big rig, did you, Jared? It took you a second. It took you a second. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, just remember, um, when you're out in the woods trying to find a pig's pussy, uh, don't bet your hedges. Yeah, because you're going to lose every time. That's what, yeah, that's what you do, man. So says the word of Dion Green. And then finally, <laughs> folks, we're joined by American Ramrod, Kendo Slice. Hi. So, folks, Dion will not be here... I think he might be here a little later, but he had a family thing pop up. Uh, it's it's a sad family thing. So, Dion, we're with you, brother. But, uh, folks, we're going to have a show. Uh, let's let's do Dion proud tonight. Let's make him proud. So, you guys ready so, to have some fun? We're going to make uh, it the Lena Dunham show? <laughs> have a Lena, dude, if it's going to be a Lena Dunham show, I'm going to have a button uh, ready for that. Uh, we can, get, a, we can get that video of Lizzo twerking in the thong playing her flute. <laughs> I don't want to get taken off YouTube. Listen, I just ate. I don't need. I don't need that shit. <laughs> yeah, that Jimmy John's is going to come back. Remember, folks, you can fast. tweet uh, Nick at Last Standing WCBS all the Lizzo <laughs> photos and videos and gifts that you want. He yeah, my it. yeah, my name's yeah, my Twitter's on the on the video right now. So enjoy that. <laughs> I just, why do you want to torture us, dude? Dion's not here, man. It's not. Cool. I got to pick on somebody. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Might as well go after the guy that got me a fucking bottle of hooch and a cigar. <laughs> Who mailed you a bottle of hooch and cigar? That's true. I'm very proud of this man because I was. I, Nick messages me the other day and says, "Hey, check your PO box. I sent you something." So I'm assuming he meant he just sent it that day. So I'm going about my business, and it's about 15 minutes before kickoff. I've got the kids ready, fired up, and everything like that, and. All of a sudden, my phone starts buzzing like crazy. I'm like, what the fuck? So I look. It's the old lady calling me. Wants to know about this package that came in the mail. Because, what, you know, what did I buy? It's so heavy, this and that. And I'm like, I didn't fucking buy anything. What are you talking about? And she goes, well, there was the po- package here from you from Tennessee. And I'm like, shit, Nick must have got that, like, on the overnight FedEx Express or something like that. Because, hell, he told me yesterday he was sending that to me. And it's already here. So I came home. And opened it up and there was a Jim Varney shirt and I was very happy about that and I started nice. digging around and I found some fabric and leather cleaner so I'm like oh shit <laughs> he got me the Top Gun jacket I'm so excited but that wasn't a Top Gun jacket in there. but there, there was a nice nice wonderful gift for the baby and she loves it and uh, I got a cigar and a bottle of bourbon I was very happy the, 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 back, the back to the future toy was there too right Yes, yes. There was a uh, okay, remote, cool. remote controlled DeLorean too. Good, good, good. Making sure, making sure. Yeah, cool. Yeah, no. The the yeah, it, it was funny because um, <clears throat> when I like I took the bo- I took the box of the car and I was like, I can hear sloshing in here. So I'm just gonna go ahead and tell them like I'm I'm mailing snow globes to my friend. That's all yeah. I'm gonna say. And that's yeah. what I did. And they're like, Hey, is there anything perishable, liquid, fresh? I was like, Yes. There's there's two two snow globes in there. And like, Okay, cool. That's fine. And off it went into the ether. <laughs> I'm glad yeah. I made it. Yeah, because I, I I picked up this big brown bag at the bottom. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I could feel it like shaking around there. I'm like, he sent me a bottle of liquid something or another. It's probably more fabric and leather cleaner. And <laughs> turned out it was a, a bottle of bourbon. Oh, God. Yeah, the fabric and leather. Like, yeah, once again, that, that box has been sitting uh, in my house in Tennessee for like a few months. 
and we've been moving things around and fixing stuff. And I think somebody put had put something in boxes. We have boxes for all the stuff that like they, they've been like redoing the cabinets and shit like that. So everything's in boxes. So I think somebody put that in there. And I, I didn't I didn't have an I, I didn't I had no idea because I wanted to add like two or three more things and then just close it up. But you have free leather cleaner. <laughs> I guess I have to buy that jacket now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, um, no. I, 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 I found that Jim Varney shirt and I had to fucking buy it for you because it's just his face is giant on the front of it. I was like, Kendo needs this. Yeah, Kendo needs this. <laughs> oh yeah, because I had to explain what that was. Because she's like, all I saw was the shirt with this very strange picture on the front. Of it. I was like, well, that that was a man named Jim Varney who played a character named Ernest P. Worrell, who is an American treasure. He's no longer with us, so you better R.I.P. him. Okay. <laughs> Send up your love and respect to the to the specter of Jim Barney. Yeah, well, all I'm right. glad I'm, I'm I'm glad you have all the movies in Blu-ray, so so your son can enjoy them uh, on repeat. Oh yeah, he's gonna get the treatment when he hits about four. Nice, so very nice. Knows, that's when that's when I got to watch. You know, Ernest goes to camp for the first time, so he's gonna he's gonna get it that way. And then it's just I'm gonna give him the, the everything here. But here you go. I'm even try to hunt down one of those like pull string Ernest toys from back Ooh. in the '90s that Ooh. tops. They're expensive now, but I think I might get him one of those. Nice. Or just buy it for myself and be like, don't fucking touch this. <laughs> now, let's take a quick second away from Jim Varney. Uh, it turns out uh, we have some sad news. Our friend Mary Mayhem's mom passed away. She announced it on oh our live stream. So, Ooh, folks, go over and send some love to Mary, some positivity. Uh, she's a friend. She's a good lady. And uh, this is a rough time for everybody when they have some loss. So, uh, Mary. A tweeter right now. Yeah, I was going to text her, too. But, you know, I know that's going to be a deluge of stuff. So, folks, tonight, let's. Let's make tonight's show a fun show. I know a lot of stuff is going on in the world, but uh, you know what? Let's let's change the tone right now. Let's see who's here in the chat tonight. I'm going to give a quick shout out to everybody out here. We got Alexander the Great. We got Clone Geek. We got 14Biz. What is up? Uh, shout out to Joseph Bienowicz. We also have our friend Ninja Lawyer Steve, Cesario Japan, Miss Ninja Julian, D. Pensack, uh, Breadman Productions, and a whole, wait, wait, whole wait, lot wait, more. What was, that, what was that? Deep and Sack? <laughs> D. Pensack. You met that guy. <laughs> I mean, like, are we talking like deep in sack, like sack racing? Because no, 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 Kendo, Kendo, you're you're not using you're not using the correct inflection. It's like deep in sack. Okay, that's that's how it is. Yeah, deep in a sack. Like, I mean, does it, does it mean like he's like he's got a huge bed? And he just fucking sinks down into that shit because that it, sounds I think comfortable it's, I think and relaxing, I think, but I, think, I don't I, think it would be. I think it's more of a beanbag thing, really. I don't know. So, guys. Let's start out the show like we always do. We have a new patron this week. We want to give a shout out to our friend uh, Kentaro for joining us over on Patreon. Folks, thank you for everyone who does. We're going to implement the uh, credits into our little video essays. So last week here on the channel, I went out and I documented more of the merchandise glut. Actually, a new problem we have with the merchandise glut that we haven't seen ever. And we also have an old problem pop up where new stuff is at, you know, Target. And that same stuff is at Ollie's and that same stuff is at another store and they're varying prices because nobody wants it. And you're finding yourself trapped in all this stuff. So you guys love all the retail videos that we do. This past week's was over 20 minutes long, all new footage, no filler. So check that out. And uh, I'm going to have some more content for you later tomorrow as well. And then we're going to be, um, then we're going to be introducing something new to the channel relatively soon as well. But 
While you're here, folks, make sure you guys click on the link down in the description below for Tits and Art. Been seeing a lot of positivity, been seeing those numbers go up. So, folks, the TNA book is a big 11 by 17 art book, which features all kinds of beautiful women in fantasy. And we have a link in the description so you can sign up right now. We're going to launch that next week. And the way that works is it's only going to be a 30-day campaign. Why? Because we want you to get it by Christmas, guaranteed. So, folks, make sure you get ready for Tits and Art Volume 1 and... Uh, be prepared because it's a lot of fun. Dude. And as it says on the tweets, it's fully uncensored when you get the book. Oh, uh, God. Tits, tits and Art Volume 2 just needs to be just like <laughs> black and white photos of just naked naked females. That's all it needs to be. That's it. You know, call, talk to some, you know, wannabe actors out there and be like, yeah, that's how you get your start in Hollywood. Click, click. <laughs> so so I don't have to draw Tits and Art Volume 2 next year. It's just going to be a, a series of, oh, like, are you trying to be into the fucking Joker? <laughs> Is this the avant-garde of the new aesthetic? No, no, no. I'm just saying it'd be like it'd be it'll it'd be easier than drawing them. You just, you just have to like take taste. It's not tasteful, but like you know, pictures of naked women. Just line them up and just you know fill Look, the book with that. Right. I, I call dibs has... on the dude with the boombox. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Cincinnati already had Larry Flint. He was the smut king. So we're True. armed. We're a little different. But folks, sign up for tits and art. The link is in the description right now. And that'll be a fun campaign. But it'll only be available for 30 days. So I'm going to actually drop this right here in the chat. So for those who don't want to click away, you can see it right there. So, no, guys, we have a couple words, uh, a couple super chats from earlier that we wanted to address real quick because some people uh, were super early. So our word of the day is clit from our friend Joseph Bienowicz. So we have Laura Croft, clit raider, raiders of the lost clit, 12 angry clits, forest clit, <laughs> Smokey and the clit bandit. I mean, I'm a huge supporter of the Coalition for the Liberation of Inherent, or inherent Tree Dwellers or however you say that one itinerant word. Itinerant Tree Dwellers? Yeah, Itinerant <laughs> Tree Dwellers. You know, I also support liberating apes before imprisoning apes. Oh, yeah, of course, yes. man. I mean, yeah, we're, we're, we're big supporters of that. You know, yes. So. I'm surprised it even exists. It seems like a myth, but that's just me. No, but um, I'm trying to think of some other great titles. It, look, I watched Jaws the other week, and folks, you've heard me go on and on about Oh, dude, did, 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 you watch the, did you watch the, the first one in 3D? Just IMAX. Okay. Um, did you see it in 3D? Yeah, yeah, I caught it in 3D, dude. It was... I mean, I'm I'm glad I watch it because it's been a while since I've seen it, and uh, I noticed little you know background things and little things they'd done before. But it was good to watch it again, man. I fucking miss it. Um, it was just wonderful movie. to see, you know, in the in a giant in a big format like that. It was great. I want to watch Jaws again. Actually, I did. I put it on at home because I was convinced that the 4K disc was going to be slightly clearer than the the movie because I was like, I could read these books at home. I never even looked at that scene. I just started watching the movie again. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh alexander the great i was reading your comment about the uh the tits and art book <laughs> that's all i'll say <laughs> um clone geek saw jaws in 3d as well nick and said it was awesome so yeah man uh i mean yeah this is this is the first jaws that is in 3d not jaws 3 3d this is the first one i'm still um, waiting for jaws 23 <laughs> aren't we all oh, i'm waiting geez. for rocky 5000 <laughs> think we'll ever get there I mean, Stallone still looks pretty good for his age. So, I mean, anything's possible. I mean, when they can when they can perfect the head in the jar, then we'll have Rocky Five Thousand. Oh, so we're getting close. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 well, well, once once they reanimate, um, di, you know, Walt Disney's head in the jar, um, and everybody sees how that goes, then then we'll go from there. You know, so 
Now, folks, while we're uh, at the opening of the show as well, uh, don't forget that we have October coming up. So Schlocktoberfest is going to be a lot of fun. And don't forget that we have our WrestleMania meetup this year, March 30th and the 31st out in L.A. And then we'll also be at WrestleMania as a big group on the 1st and the 2nd. So come out, hang out with the uh, the channel, the community, get to know people, make some friends. It's going to be a big event. But like we keep telling you, we're telling you super early so everyone can get their uh, accommodations, stuff lined up. Like I said, I'm talking to a bar. We're going to make this the biggest event since Chicago, folks. So join us next year, March 30th and 31st in Los Angeles and April 1st and 2nd, Los Angeles for WrestleMania, where we'll be. And uh, Darian 2 and 7's going. So that's going to be, well, it's a party already. So I'm pumped. And I know Dion's going to be pumped too. So, folks, join us. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to keep telling you, join us. Even if you don't like wrestling, come up and hang out. How many people came to Celebration that didn't give a shit about Disney, Star Wars? Lots. Dude, that that bar was packed, man. That bar was fucking packed. It's been a while since we've done one of these, but we're about to do it again, and it's going to be fun. So... In the preamble, not the preamble, but the the green room to the show that we had, you guys were talking about some of this Twitter hype around a movie that's coming out. The Was it Woman King, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on with that? Tell me. Update me and the audience. So, I, I mean, I only caught bits and pieces because I saw that Boycott Woman King was trending, so I just kind of took a few peeksies at it. And uh, essentially, the movie's starting to get some heat. Because uh, the tribe that's featured in said movie, I guess they were involved in, you know, maybe making people that look like them become property of people that look like, well, me. So oh. that, 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 that has caught the ire of people because in 2022, you cannot talk about slavery unless you're blaming I people mean, that look like me. And um, yeah, and then it turns out it's written by two white women, so now they're getting flack for that too. So, I, I, I it's just um, you know I'm, but I'm torn because if I don't go see the movie, then I'm a racist. But the movie, if I don't go see the movie, or if I go see the movie, I'll be called a racist for supporting this. Sl- I, you know, Jeff, it's it's definitely a rock and hard place situation right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, I feel the same. The, the pressure, the strain is just too great. Uh, God. Well, I mean, if if you guys are feeling the strain, I feel like the actresses knew that, and if they had not, I mean, I, I know, I know, I know, money was involved in this. You know, are you that. are you suggesting that celebrities that pl- make do make believe for a living actually know how to read stories and history? And well, okay, okay, no, 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 they know how to read stories and stuff like that. They never read a fucking script. I can, I can, I can tell you with one hundred percent certainty, they never read the fucking script. One hundred percent. Um. Everything else is fine. But uh, the fact that they knew this beforehand and stuff like that, I feel like they wouldn't have done it if it had not been something they wanted to do. You know? Um, I, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I, I, I understand there's a paycheck, you know, attached to it, and I'm pretty sure this movie's not going to make a lot of money. But even then, I mean, I'm, I'm sure if it's a story they, they didn't want to be a part of, they would have been like, no, I'm not doing this. You know? Just, you know, this is one of those movies that wasn't going to appeal to me because of many reasons. How, how many people do you think will skip this and go see Black Panther and think it does the same thing or tells the same type of story? And I'm not trying to be sarcastic. I'm seriously asking that because people are dumb. Spend five minutes on Twitter. Oh, no, they do. No, they will. Well, this is this is exactly why. Like, I, I made I made the statement on Facebook earlier today. It's like. If you if you know if 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 you feel you know if you feel a certain way about the the Black Mermaid, go support this movie in theaters. Which I which I said that before knowing what what was you know, 
what's happening on Twitter because I just don't care. Um, so um, extrapolating off of that, apparently that tribe, which is known as the Dahomey tribe, which I'm sorry, that just sounds really fucking funny. Um, they would also uh, raid villages and they would take all the young, healthy people who they would uh, use and um, sell to people that didn't look like them. And uh, they would then murder the elderly villagers and disabled and burn down everything left in the village and essentially commit something that starts with the letter G that oh. you can't say out loud anymore on the does internet. it does it does it sound a little bit like cyanide? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gasyanide. A lot of apple seeds. Yeah. <laughs> essentially, essentially it's something that is literally being compared to something else, but we don't we we use that in hyperbolic terms these days. Like when, gotcha, you know, gotcha, gotcha. It's like when people get free trips to Martha's Vineyard. Oh. By the way, I have no, I have no idea what's going on with that subject. I keep seeing that coming up, and I have no idea what it is, honestly. Um, so, without getting too political, both sides are now doing petty things towards each other in, in a comedic way. And um, so what they're doing is they're saying, okay, well, there's no border crisis, but we have all these people here that are here illegally. Let's send them places like New York and and Washington, D.C., and Chicago. And here's a couple of planes of, of them that have, you know, we put on planes and sent to Martha's Vineyard. Now it is an outcry because of that's where their landing destinations are, as opposed to, like, you know, towns along the border. Ah, uh, okay. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> so it's one of those, I support the thing, but I don't want the thing near me. <laughs> like, like every, like, like every, like every, um, modern day white liberal it's like yes they they deserve they deserve a chance just not in my neighborhood right it, it's exactly like that it's like i support interracial couples just not ones that live next door to my house and to you know devalue my property <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude that yeah yeah i i i, I love i love that shit so much because it's just kind of like you know they 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 those those people those people will fucking like march and shit and do all kinds of stuff yeah. with 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 everybody and then when it happens to their neighborhood there's like ah, ah damn really you here here you yeah. couldn't can, can, can go anywhere else then there's ah, me the, then there's me the racist that lives out on the reservation and gets along with everybody because you're a cool fucking dude that's why yeah but you know I was told I'm a bad person Jordan Peele said so ah fuck Jordan Peele. you are. He couldn't. Thank you. He could barely. He could barely make a hundred million dollars on Nope. Well, that's because you know, after seeing a lot of the other stuff that he did, people were like, Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I that like, wins. You're, well, you're wins. welcome for that setup. You're welcome yep. for that setup. Clone Geek wins. Yep. <laughs> I didn't realize one. I never heard of the Dahomey tribe until this movie was coming out, and I thought people were like. I don't know, making fun of the name because like, oh, like Patrick Mahomes. Oh, they're probably doing some joke for Kendo. Oh, no, that's really the name of the tribe. Oh, God. All right, here we go. And now this. So did Homie the Clown start the Dahomey tribe? I don't know. But Homie, don't play that. <laughs> that's, I mean, honestly, if so, if the movie was The Woman King and it was about the Dahomey tribe, which it is, but fucking Damon Wayne shows up as Homie the Clown and just starts batting people to protect like the other villages from the Dahomey tribe saying, Homie, don't play that. And like protecting all these people from these, you know, other tribes that are trying to sell them into slavery. I would fucking go see that movie three times. And the one hundred percent, and that and and that better that better win best movie of the fucking year at the Oscars. I do enough. Yeah. <laughs> like, look, you got an all black cast except for those four angry, mean looking European traders over there that are evil, <laughs> evil people. But you know, 
You got Damon Wayans playing homie the clown for the first time in 30 years. I'm sold. Dude, I'm going every night. Oh my god. If if that yeah, if, if that was actually the, the thing, oh my god, it would be so hilarious. And they would and like for, and honestly it would show that they had balls, but that's on the case. Um that sounds way better than probably what that movie what what uh, the woman king is gonna be. So yeah. Imagine though, you're sitting in the offices and you're like, we need to come up with a movie. That is extremely diverse, but also really fucking empowering, especially for women of color. And then somebody goes, I read this story the other day about this tribe. And there was this woman who was like the king or something like that. And she was like this really powerful ruler or something like that. I'll, I'll look into it. You know, I'm just going to write a script right now. Okay. Well, and <laughs> you green light that thinking this, this is what's going to put me on the map. This is what's getting me into the Oscars next year. And then. Twitter happens because Twitter always happens. <laughs> oh, lo- oh God, I love it. When 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 you were, when you were texting to me in the fucking group chat, I couldn't stop laughing. I just fucking couldn't stop laughing. I was like, yeah, of was course this is what happens. Of course this is how it goes down. I couldn't know. Like that's the thing. It's like I got home. I'm home alone right now because there's a dinner party going on that I said no. I'm not going to that. I'm tired. So <laughs> I'm I'm sitting here. I'm eating dinner. I look at it. And I go to Twitter and it says boycott, you know, woman king. I'm like, oh, what is this? It, you know, something like that. And I figured it was probably one of those, oh, all the fucking incels in their basement are boycotting woman king. But no, the first tweet I see is from Quarter Black Garrett. So I had an idea of where it was going. <laughs> and yeah, the rabbit hole was beautiful. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. And then I saw another thing about, you know, a, a billboard saying, you know, we need to protect, you know, pregnant Latinx men or something like that in Spanish. And I'm just like, I don't think that one's going to win you any favor either. I, that's when I was like, I'm done with Twitter for today. Yeah. <laughs> well, this movie that we're going to talk about seems like the perfect Twitter movie. Have you heard about the transgender parody of Joker? Um, no. Is it no. starring Boy George? <laughs> Well, hold on a second. Let's hear about this because it's actually it's a funny story. This is kind of like how people in the chat were saying, oh, the woman king, they eat their own kind type of stuff like in Wokebusters. Uh, when you see that, say, well, Piggly Truly Puff Man, meet the creature. Like everybody eats their own. And here's another story of one of these types of movies, I don't know, getting eaten alive, essentially. So there's a transgender DC parody called The People's Joker, and it was pulled from the Toronto International Film Festival. A queer coming-of-age fan film about a trans woman working in comedy that reworks the Joker into a parody got yanked from the prestigious International Film Festival in Toronto. Crowdfunded, The People's Joker was withdrawn from the festival over suspected rights issues with DC and Warner Brothers, with an update from the International Film Festival's website where they promised refunds to ticket holders. Uh, The filmmaker has withdrawn his film due to rights issues. We apologize for any inconvenience. Current ticket holders will receive an email with information on refunds. So I can't believe this got that far because this was crowdfunded years ago and nobody really had heard about it. Um, I also I also feel like this is what they wanted. Like they got the publicity. They got the 15 minutes. You know, that's that's what I think this was. I mean, they can if, if they want to now, they can go sell. Like They might be able to sell copies or give away copies or do something like that where they like, oh, for a donation of five dollars, we'll mail you, you know, a, a fucking disc or something. They might do that. Yeah, I think this was one of those whole we can't really lose campaign because one way or another we're going to get publicity. It's either going to be publicity for the wrong reasons that will turn into the right reasons or vice versa. So that's really all this is. This was one of those, hey, what's something we could do to get, you know, get our name in the papers? 
let's make transgender Joker. Yeah. Well, it worked, but it didn't work. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're just. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that yeah, it's, it, it got, in, it got as far as it did into the Canadian International Film Festival, and oh, sorry, Toronto International Film Festival, um, and um, you know, people bought tickets for it, and then they had to refund them. Like, I'm, I'm surprised it got that far. Nobody like looked at it and just <laughs> it was like, hey, maybe if you rewatch this, you need to, you know, figure figure out what's going on here. And that also goes to the whole thing about film festivals. Like, apparently they don't watch it anymore. They just kind of, like, will just put you into the film festival regardless of what's going on. That's why we should make a movie. Plus, I, I would like to point out that this little picture right here looks like a vi- looks like something from a video from the darkness. Do you believe in a thing called love? Just listen to the rhythm of my heart. <laughs> I don't even want to go on anymore about that. That movie wasn't for me anyway, but... Well, I'm glad uh, Warner Brothers is concerned about copyright over, I don't know, brownie points with Twitter. <laughs> which I mean that, which I mean that right there shows it shows you that Hollywood is about money and not um, and not diversity. Because if they, because if you know, if if somebody was smart, they would have spun that being like, oh, we're gonna give them the okay and the go ahead, and we want to do a wide release of this because we believe in it and we believe in diversity and that whole thing. Clearly, they fucking don't because they want their money. Yeah, because that'd been the perfect way to spin it too. Like, we only went after this because it's a copyright infringement. But don't worry, we have our own movie in the works where you know we trans the Joker. So, stick coming twenty twenty four. It's gonna have Jared Leto in it, maybe. I mean, he's the perfect <laughs> actor. We want to the play movie to be Joker. good. I was gonna say, if we want the movie to be good, we'll go get a good actor. If we want the movie to be bad, we'll put Jared Leto in it because he seems to be like. Like I said, he's that. It's like that meme. It's a picture of Seth Rollins running down the fucking ramp at WrestleMania 31 with the briefcase, and it says, "Quick, we need to make a bad movie." And then Jared Leto, you know, says Jared Leto Cole, and it's like, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> well, it is. It, it, it to, to him, it's still Morbin time. So you know, that's true. What a terrible, 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 <laughs> terrible meme. Well, how can the how can the internet be so cruel, guys, to play a trick like that on Sony Pictures? Come on, because it was funny. It was great. <laughs> it was it was fucking epic that, that they had the hashtag just trending for that long, and Sony's like, we need to release this, and they lost more money. Like well, that once again tells you the you know like they follow Twitter, but they have no idea what the fuck's going on in the real world. They really don't. You're telling me Twitter's not the real world, Nick? No, it isn't. No, it isn't. Um, I you know it's it's just something that exists now. So. Well, well, shit. <laughs> if I only thought that earlier, if I only knew that earlier, like yeah, really. So yeah. let's uh, let's check in with the audience. Bad movies attract Jared Leto. What's Jared Leto's worst movie? I'm gonna still say Suicide Squad. <laughs> Damn, that's. I'd have to look at a list because while Suicide Squad is bad, it's not just because of Jared Leto. He's a big part of why it's bad. But even then, I can't. That's not even fair to say because he's not really in the movie that much. Well, Jared Leto <laughs> has been acting <clears throat> since 1995. Could have fooled me. Uh, his first role was How to Make an American Quit, or in a film, How to Make an American Quit. Uh, don't care about that, but I'm just going to look through these movies quickly and still go with The Suicide Squad. Um, his, his, would his best movie then be American Psycho? Yeah, I, yeah, 
I'd Damn, say Jared so. Leto's fifty years old. Yeah, he's he's fifty. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he's stupid, but he's timeless. So that thirty <laughs> seconds to Mars thing—that was literally his midlife crisis coming. It out. was. It was. <laughs> okay. All right. So he played Steve Prefontaine and Prefontaine. That movie wasn't bad. He was in the Thin Red Line, which I remember it being okay, but it just came out too close to Private Ryan. So it's like, man, he was in Fight Club, huh? Yeah, yeah. dude. He's he's he thinking like when the um, shit beat out of him. Yeah, when um, Aaron Norton's like, I want to destroy something beautiful. He's the yeah. guy he destroys. No, I've only watched that movie like one time. I'm not a big fan. God, dude, um, that movie. It's so good. I, it, 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 it's, it's, I can see where people think it's a good movie. I, it's just not something I'm into. See, American Psycho was awesome. Requiem for a Dream was meh. I could all, that movie was fucking, it gave me PTSD. I only watch it once. I'm never going to watch it again. I was just like, nope, can't do this. It's, yeah, it's so much, it, it is, dude, it is so much of a fucking downer. Like, it but is, Nick, you don't like to watch downers all the time? No. Like the ending of Quantum Leap? Oh, that's just mean. That's but why funny. it's coming back. He chose not to. He chose to do good and not go home. Okay. I yeah. know. Okay. Suicide Squad would be his worst movie. Thank you. You sure? You you sure Justice League is not uh, on there either? Uh, Justice League, the Schneider cut is on there, but um, I would rather watch that than Suicide Squad because at Same. least. Because I've seen I've seen the original Justice League, and I'm not I don't find it that offensively bad. I don't find it to be good. I find it to be okay. Yeah. So I, I feel like if you're like gun to your head, you got to watch the Suicide Squad movie, or you got to have to sit through four hours of Zack Snyder Batman. I'm gonna or Justice League. I'm gonna be like, can I at least have beer? Because then I can make it easily easily the choice. Yeah. Oh, man. Cosmic Vader says simple Zack Justice League is the worst. Oh well, God. I'm sure there wasn't bad. a Tron yet. There Tron 3 yet, but there will be one day. Oh, uh, Tran, Tran 3 starring the Joker. Oh, God. Well, no, they, they, they want they want they wanted him to be in Tron 3 for a while. Basically, he's going to be the new bad who comes out of the Tron game into the real world and tries to get the um, Olivia Wilde's character, whatever coach she is. She they tried they tried getting that. Um and that was the premise for the third movie, but it never happened because apparently they put the, apparently like you know three three D IMAX or whatever it was at the time was too expensive and they spent spent too much on the movie and it didn't make enough back and you know so See, which I mean where... oh, sorry. I, oh. Oh, no no I was gonna say I, I love part two because I thought it was it looked good and it was fucking awesome I thought it was really really uh, a really good time but I don't know what I was gonna say this is where we need Dion here to make a stupid bet on what will come out first Tron three or Avatar three. Well, they just started filming Avatar 4, so he would bet that Tron 3 would come out before Avatar 3. <laughs> right. Because he, he's, I think, still, I would like to say he's still in denial about Avatar 2, but I feel like he he's in, I think, he, I think he's like in denial, like the way Custer was. It's like, <laughs> I think we're going to be okay. I think this is, I don't see that, the, I, I think we're going to come out of this one all right. It's like, yo, you are surrounded and out of ammunition. <laughs> Well, I just I love my friend for his dedication. They just re-released Avatar again in theaters. The first one. They put it back out there. I'm assuming it's because Cameron wants to get back into the first place spot for the all-time lifetime, you know, box office, but Yeah, it's his ego. It is. 
But that's why his ego is going to keep making himself stroke himself to fucking blue meanie and put out you know, Avatar 88. I don't. I hated the first Avatar movie. I don't get what it was. Look, I understood it. I'm not, you know, crazy or stupid because it was an easy, basic movie to follow, but it just wasn't as great as everyone remembers. And the thing is, nobody really remembers or thinks about it. So, yay, James Cameron, bring back your movie for your tech demo. And now that it's in 4K with a new frame rate, like, what is a fucking movie or a video game? Like, this is the same thing they sold me on Gears of War. Hey, download Game Pass, play Gears of War. It's got higher frame rate and better resolution. All right, cool. I don't think a movie should be upgraded like that. It's kind of a well, and and, and and I love. I think what was it? Didn't didn't Disney like make a fucking section of their park out of it or whatever? Like, I think so. Yeah, somebody. Yeah, like there's, there's a section of a fucking amusement park that's like Avatar themed or something, and it's like you spent bi- millions of dollars, maybe even billions of dollars on this, and you're also like, like like you said, there like there's no cultural impact for this movie. Like it happened. It came and it went, and that was it. Titanic had more of a cultural impact than this did. Of course it did. Yeah. The movie was everywhere forever. Yeah, it was. Look, no yeah. one got over Leonardo DiCaprio falling off that fucking door. I mean, I did <laughs> as soon as it happened, but that was just me. Well, okay. So, or, uh, Titanic was on Pluto TV not that long ago, and Jesse and I had it on from the... The, the ship started to sink. So, you know, we're going to watch the action scene. Dude, Spoilers. Both- <laughs> Folks, I am sorry if you have it's not been seen over a hundred goddamn years, Kendo. Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah well, you know, I. It's like the other day I was watching a movie and she asked me what it was about, and I said World War II, and she said, "Why am I watching?" I was like, "I want to see how it ends." <laughs> it was Dunkirk. That's what I was watching. I was like, "I want to uh, see if the Germans get them or not," because I don't know. Uh, have you Have you watched nineteen nineteen seventeen yet? Yeah, that movie's so fucking good. It's so good. The tech was that the yeah that was the one that was like that was a one one shot technically fucking amazing holy shit well I'll give that one a shot yeah yeah I mean even yeah yeah even if you watch from from a technical standpoint and just rent it or whatever just like just just keep your eyes on it because at some point your brain will click and be like they haven't cut yet what the fuck yeah because Nick because when I got that movie I went and I red boxed it and because it was right at the beginning of the uh, the Coronas and. Nick's like, dude, they apparently they shot that movie in like one fucking shot. Like they never cut, blah, blah, blah. He's like going on and on and on and whatever it was. I was like, no fucking way. They had to cut. They had to do something. There's no way they shot this in one. And I'm watching the movie and, and it was like one of those things like I'm I'm not watching the movie for the movie. I'm watching to see if I can prove Nick wrong and everybody else would be like, aha, aha. I can see right there. No, they, they, I don't know how they fucking did it. They must have put like the camera on like little train tracks that they around the whole fucking set. Because that it never stopped. It when instead of cutting from camera over here to over there to show it, they just just fucking panned with the actors as they were walking. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Fuck, that was creative. Yeah. Well, uh, good Anubis movie too. Ch- Anubis in the chat was talking about all the Avatar porn parodies, saying <laughs> I think Avatar made more of a cultural impact in pornography. So, well, I mean, in 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 that aspect, I mean, you know. <laughs> Oh, is there a, a way that they can keep the blue paint on the parts that go in so it doesn't smear everywhere? No, I can't think that you can. I mean, have you ever seen? Have you ever? Have you ever had body paint on you at all? It comes off real easy. Yeah, I. Yeah, you just. Not, yeah, you just. You just moving or breathing will just have it like, you know, chip off or whatever. Uh, people in the chat also were telling us that 
1917 was also uh, multiple cuts. So Kendo Chandler Dad Brian Lape was here to tell you that. The more I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. The, the cuts are hidden. They were very well hidden. Um, but yeah, it still looks pretty fucking seamless. Yeah. Okay, it's yeah. better than you could do, Lape. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I watched those beer reviews, brother. Yeah, Come there's on, like a, there's, there's three takes. Yeah, there's a lot of takes on that thing. We had to get you the clacker board so you stop flapping your arms like a bird. And uh, <laughs> you know, watching that makes me think I've got you got Kevin Dunn filming that thing with all the fucking jump cuts. Oh God! So, folks, shout out to our friend Channel Dad Brian Lape. If you don't know him well, you've only been listening for a while, but he's been around for a long, long time. But uh, yeah. giving out some love to Channel Dad Brian Lape. Yeah, and we show our love through violent threats. Yeah, that's that's how one should. So we have an awesome community, an awesome audience, and you guys are already out here uh, waiting to have uh, your say on this show tonight. So, folks, let's check in with you because we have a lot of stuff to say. You have a lot of stuff to say, and we have a lot of stuff to say right back. So, thank you to Joseph Bienowicz for the word of the day, folks. That's Clit, so Clit Hour is going to be amazing. Mm. But Rob Brant, thank you. He says, even in gents, let the fuck, Mary kill, fun times begin. Jackie Chan edition with Rumble in the Bronx, Rush Hour, and The Foreigner. Ooh. Well, I can't kill The Foreigner because, you know, racism. So, <laughs> I'm going to marry The Foreigner. I'm going to kill Rush Hour because I fucking hate Rush Hour. Or no. No, I can't do that because it's so close to 9-11. I can't say kill New York. Um, I'm going to go with Rumble in the Bronx. I'll fuck Rumble in the Bronx. (laughs) No, but then I'm saying fuck New York, and it's just no offense to (laughs) 9-11. It's been 20 years, Kendo. I think it's... Actually, 2021. According to South Park, is it funny yet? Hang on. Next year will be. Next year will be. 22 years next year. Okay. Yeah. Now, I will <clears throat> fuck Rumble in the Bronx, Mary Rush Hour, and kill the Foreigner since I haven't seen it. Yeah, I, I, I got to go that route too, man. Uh, I haven't seen the Foreigner um, at all. I've seen snippets of it, and I really, I really want to because it was, it looks good, Here's man. Awesome, <clears throat> yeah, it looks, it looks, it looks really awesome. I need to, I need to definitely check it out. SH Rebels 08, thank you very much. He says, I'll take a Joe Rogan high as fuck and a message, please. Well, folks, that is the beauty of WCBS. Ask and you shall receive. So first off, you wanted one of these. Imagine if you gave a white supremacist five MEO DMT, and then as the first one, as they're exhaling. Yeah. And then you also wanted one of these. Message! 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 Jeff, I have an update. Yes, sir. Uh, according to the South Park 22.3 years rule, 9-11 will officially be funny on December 29th, 2023 at 11.10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or Eastern Daylight Time. Oh, jeez. You said December what? 29th of 2023 all right so let me look at the calendar real quick so the end okay so the end of next year gotcha yeah so oh that'll be a saturday oh well there we go we can we can put on our very own 9-11 is officially funny stream (laughs) i don't think so but somebody else yeah let's let's totally do that let's totally do that that's exactly what I want to do next December. Folks, I'm so excited for Christmas. Let's make fun of terrible things. Uh, SA Troubles also has another message. Mm, oh, Dion, when are you coming to my house? Oh, yeah. 
basement, aren't you? Dion loves pink socks. <laughs> All right. Well, Dion loves pink socks. Oh, man. Xavier to God says the new rainbow, sort of the new rainbow, the new Saints Row is complete crap. <laughs> oh, yeah. We could have told you that. We saw that coming from a mile away. Well, guys, they tried to clean up the image, and this is what GTA is about to do next. Yeah. Like, I don't understand how these companies can operate in this way and still expect the fans to, like, eat it. For example, we're going to talk about G4 in a moment. And, you know, they had these streams that got canceled. And then that froskin lady had the nerve to want to talk shit after people are getting fired. But it's like you cannot antagonize a fan base into talking about you that will make you successful. If you piss off a fan base or an audience or you do something and you keep antagonizing them, they're not going to come back and keep talking about you. Look, why did it work for shit like Disney and Star Wars or Star Wars movies and Marvel movies? Because it's funded by Disney. They're bigger. They have more money and more influence than we can realize. G4 and other places don't. Saints Row, you're not Grand Theft Auto. And Grand Theft Auto, you're not safe either. So this is just... Whoa, whoa, hold on. Here's the news. Saints Row physical sales dropped 80% in the UK a week after it launched. Hey guys, we have this game that's really successful because it's overly violent, it's cartoonishly fun, and it's a lot of sex and other things in there. What do we got to do to make this even better? Let's take all that stuff out of there. Brilliant idea. Well, for some more context, it was outsold by games like Horizon Forbidden West, which is seven months old, or Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which is five years old. Yeah, I own two copies of that. Jeez. I mean, and it was... I don't like. I don't understand. You have this good thing, you have it going. Like I understand it's violent and you know and and terrible and things like that. But it's a fucking video game. Yep. It's like it's 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 like oh we're gonna take um, you know a bloody a bloody eighties action movie and take out all the blood. It's like why the fuck would you do that? Yeah. Why would you? What's the point of that? Why are you sanitizing this bullshit? This makes no sense. We've no we, sense. we we've remade Rambo too but it's PG. Yeah, exactly. It's like, wait, what? Why? Well, uh, or, or, or what is it? Um, Band of Brothers, but no blood. Yeah. That's yeah. the future. That's the version we should all watch, guys, because it's safer and more sanitized. Yeah. Kids can well, watch it. Yeah, once again, this is why we're advocates for um, physical media, because they can't um, change what, the, what you've already bought. Now, Ninja Lawyer Steve said, I just sent some wanker posters. Also, thanks for the Wokebusters pin. Well, Ninja Lawyer Steve and everyone else who backed Wokebusters, thank you very much. I sent out the pins, and it was an extra little bonus. So for the delay, I got you a postcard printed up with the Stay Woke Trigglypuff Ma'am and a Wokebusters pin that you can wear yourself. And if you got a shirt or slime, that stuff was also sent as well. So Miss Ninja Julian's been rocking his Wokebusters shirt. I saw him post that in the WCVS group chat. I've seen many people tag that, tag us on Twitter with the pins. So thank you very much to everyone who backed the project. And thank you to everybody who is excited and continue to be excited about it. Uh, we will have more updates very soon. And uh, just be on the lookout. Watchman of Yas says, Jeff, hit us with a yo she bitch, please. Well, sure. Just give me a second and uh, we can do that. Um yeah, Evil Dead. Uh, Evil Dead 2. Sorry, Army of Darkness. Best movie of 90... What? Is it? Is it 91 or 93? I don't know. I don't know. Either year. It's great. Yo, she bitch. Let's go. Uh, 1992, actually. Mm. Ah, okay. Wasn't even close. Eh, it's fine. 
Enrique Vasquez, thank you for your very generous super chat. He says, hello, gents. Make this Friday awesome. I was hoping you can help me. I want to know the name of the movie where the guy is falling and reminiscing his life. Can't remember his name or if the movie uh, is good or not. Robot Chicken made a parody with Palpatine and it's not falling down. Uh, just watch that. So it's a was, guy it, who's like, was it the, from the goods when Will Ferrell is dressed like Abraham Lincoln and jumps out of the plane? But instead of the parachute, he's got a backpack full of sex toys or something. <laughs> That's a great scene. Yeah. He's gonna use the dildo to bounce. <laughs> yeah, he was using it to he was using it to bounce. Dude, I forgot goods. about that. I saw that movie in theaters. That movie's fucking awesome. It is. Oh jeez, it's it it, it oh, God. It's basically Jeremy Piven who got out of fucking PSU, and that's what he did. He he didn't get a real job after college. He's been like just hustling the whole time. I'm trying to find out which movie um, Enrique's talking about because there's this animated movie called the Sh- the Fall, where a man falls out the window and his life flashes before his eyes. But I'm trying to think, like, what is that movie, folks in the chat? Um, let us know. Oh, the Hudsucker Proxy says Dirk McGurkelstein. Okay, there we go. So it's the Hudsucker Proxy. That's the movie. There we go. Thank you. Uh, also, our friend uh, Xavier God received his Wokebusters pin on Wednesday. So thank you very much, Xavier God, for backing that as well, man. Thank you for joining us each and every week. Now, folks, let's keep on rolling. So uh, TLJ Screwjob Thank you very much. He says, just saw Jaws on Wednesday. Just me and one other person. Hell of a screening, I bet. Nice yeah. and quiet. Yeah, I was um, I was the only one in my screening um, uh, watching it. It was nice. Yeah. You know, got to, got to sit in the middle, in the back, watch the whole fucking thing by myself. It was great. Yeah, no dick bags on their phones. Yeah, no dick bags on their phones. No screaming kids. No assholes. No Gen Zers. No selfies. No bullshit. Just Jaws eating people and, um, you know. That but wouldn't it, you rather watch Jaws eat people on their cell phones? It's like, there you go. That's it. That's our fucking skit for this show. It's going to be just people being oblivious on their phones. Dun, 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 dun. Landshark comes back and eats these motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, there, there are still so many fucking crazy shark movies. Um, I think I think if you go on like Tubi or like even, even Pluto TV, you'll find a bunch of them. Um, there's one. There was one I think The Asylum just made or somebody just made. Where it was like Russia had put like an unkillable shark on the dark side of the moon during World War II or some shit. Um, Ooh, that sounds terrible. I got it. Sa- it sounds it sounds terrible. And it sounds like something you get really drunk for and watch. Yeah. But um, it was just kind of like, what? All right, I want to watch this. Fuck. Okay, sure. Um, but there's still like there's ghost shark, there's toxic shark, there's lava shark, there's acid shark. Um, there Salsa was shark. Yep. Damn it. Yeah, snow shark, sand shark. Um, Shark bunch boy. of them. Yep, Shark Boy. Yeah, he'll get you too. Yeah. yeah. Um, dude, yeah, there's there's so many, but I think yeah, I think I think if we had one where people got eaten by by being on their phones too long, that'd be that'd be great. Now, well, or or or, or, or or even better, they're at the beach and they get eaten and nobody notices, you know, because it's all everybody's on their phones. Hmm. Hey, let's play a little game real quick. So I got a list of the best and worst shark movies ranked by the tomato meter. Now, it's obvious what number one is. Let's say it together. One, two, three. Jaws 4. Jaws, Jaws, yes. Jaws 4. Oh, God. (laughs) But can you guess what the worst film on this list is? Sharknado. (laughs) Yeah. Sharknado 
five. Well, would you believe that the lowest ranked Sharknado is only number 32 with a 14%, but the worst ranked oh. film on this list is Jaws 4, The Revenge with a zero. Oh, what the fuck? That movie is it's, pretty bad. It was my first introduction to Jaws. It was Oh, wow. Terrible. Oh, wow. Um, I think mine was part two where they went to Cable Junction and they, you know, he fucking got electrocuted and shit. It's part four, the one that starts with like them flying on an airplane over the ocean or whatever or something like that. Or is that mm. Jaws 3? I think that's because that's, that's the first one I ever saw. Because uh, the third tell. one's at the amusement park, or yes, like, at SeaWorld, yes. and the second yeah. one is still on the fucking island with Chief Brody. That yeah, one ends with and the, the and it's an electrical line, and then like fries. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! It was fucking awesome. Um, the the fourth one is like the the is, is, is about the mom and like the older son. And um, I think I think she gets like a psychic vision about like you know the shark coming back from there, and she travels down to her son who's like uh, in the Caribbean, like who's a biologist now or something, and um, it it chases him down. <laughs> like <laughs> the shark trying to kill their whole family. That's the fucking premise. Uh, and That's Michael Caine shows up for some reason, and he he might be a drug dealer. He might not be. We don't know. Well, um, have you ever heard the story about Michael Caine? How he was at the Oscars. He he sorry he missed the Oscars where he was supposed to get an award. Uh, because he was busy filming Jaws 4, The Revenge. No, I didn't hear that. Yeah, he's not too angry, though, because every time the movie comes up, he's like, well, I like the house the movie bought me, so. Hey, man, you know, <laughs> that's entirely fine. Yeah. Uh, jeez. <laughs> Cesario Japan says, since Dion isn't here, a button that would that he would like that doesn't have a horse or buffalo Jeff. You know what? Fine, we'll pick a, a great button Dion would like. You know, we're going to give you two buttons Dion would like. First off, one of the... Just because I like that one a lot. And this is one for Dion because he's not here. Does he look like a bitch? There you go, Dion. That's for you, buddy. It was Jaws 4. <laughs> oh, was it really? That was the first Jaws movie I watched. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's so dumb, dude. Oh man, I don't know. Three was three was fun to watch, but it was also painful because not like not having the 3D glasses for the 3D scenes was just weird. Um, also, Dennis Quaid is just you know Dennis Quaid. Um, it was so fucking weird. <laughs> Can you guys guess what the budget for Jaws: The Revenge was? Oh, uh, eighty million dollars. Um, forty million dollars. Folks in the chat, you have three, two, one. The budget was twenty-three million dollars, mm. but it actually made money. Can you guess how much money Jaws: The Revenge made? Twenty-four million dollars. Fifty million dollars. Well, Kendo's closer with fifty-two million. Hey. So yeah, Jaws: The Revenge is a shit movie, but not a box office bomb. That's that's actually hilarious because usually you, usually when they're shit, they're also um. They're bombed as well. So, I mean, that's, I guess that's good. So, Kendo, you know why we're talking about uh, Jaws the Revenge all night, right? Um, because it's the anniversary of that dude's death? Sure. Actually, I was just using it as a tag for your Martha's Vineyard joke from earlier. So, there you go. Oh, okay. Well, it, does, it was shot mostly at Martha's Vineyard, where, which I've been led to believe you can get multiple flights directly uh, a day from Florida there. Thank you very much, Cesario Japan, for that. 
Amodalicious, thank you very much. He says, remember gods of Egypt? No, I don't. I have to oh look that up. You guys? There's Osiris, there's Isis, Amun-Ra, uh, Anubis. Anubis. Oh, this fucking movie. Yeah, the 2016 movie, Gods of Egypt. There was also Wait. a movie... There was also a movie called what was it the like the the wall or whatever like that with Matt Damon which which was you know the um, the Great Wall of oh. China and he was supposed to be Chinese you know fighting dragons and stuff that was another wait they actually made a movie about the gods of Egypt I thought he was just asking if we knew who no it is no it's called it's called gods of Egypt I remember, I remember this being like a big thing for like half a second yep and everyone was just like huh they're you know this is weird but okay okay yeah. King Tut. Uh, I wish I knew the words to King Tut because it's a good song. Mm-hmm. Um, no, Gods of Egypt has Gerard Butler as set, and uh, who oh, else? So is that's another Chadwick one. Boseman. Jeffrey Rush played Ra. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like the I feel like the Gods of Egypt were better represent, represented in the fucking mummy movies than uh, than that one. So. Yeah, but Jeffrey fucking Rush, man. That's Barbosa himself. I know. Why would you make a movie about the gods of Egypt? Like, what's the idea? Like, you're just going to have him sitting around playing parlor games and Anubis just shows up after guarding a cemetery for a while. He's like, hey, guys, I got the party started. Let's go. You know, fucking dig Osiris up out of the Nile. Let's go. Set in an alternative ancient Egypt where the gods live among mortals, King Osiris is killed by his jealous brother Set during the coronation of Osiris's son Horus. Set then defeats Horus and takes his eyes, proclaiming himself the new king and commanding mankind to pay riches to pass into the afterlife. That's basically what they believed anyways. That's why the the kings were buried with, with, you know, gold and stuff, so... Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't sound completely unlike mythology of ancient Egypt, although I'm not brushed up on it. Although I do think Anubis looks cool. So uh, people in the chat say it's not good, it's not bad, it's good to watch when bored. Hollywood in a nutshell. <laughs> I don't think we were going to watch the gods of Egypt anytime soon. <laughs> Dirk McGuggerstein, um, what was it? Uh, gods of Egypt, puny gods when compared to SG ones P ninety. Ah, that's true. I did. Do, I do love me some SG one. I need to get into that show. I just do, I need the time for it. Yeah, I mean, I I I, I love the movie. The movie is still good to this day. I fucking love it. Um, the show was a lot of fun. Um, it did get a little. It did get a little weird towards the end there. Uh, but it was fine. Um, Atlantis was just action packed to all five seasons. It was great. Melon Husk, you joke, but there is an Ernest Goes to Africa movie. There is, yep, there is. There is. There is. Does he fight the? the f- no, 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 no. He he, he, he fight he fights Black Panther for for role <laughs> of you know of, of of Wakanda. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, continuing on. <laughs> Uh, folks, thank you very much. Our friend Modalicia says, oh yeah, the Dahomey tribe, they wanted to slave, they wanted the slave trade to keep going. Way to screw that up. Well, we'll see if the uh, historical inaccuracies of the woman king will piss enough people off or still make enough money to make more stuff like this. Who knows? I don't know, man. Um, I guess people are just mad all, all around, so, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm fucking angry all the time! There you go. There's my outrage for today. <laughs> I'm pissed. Ah, can't be. 
So Jack White, thank you very much. He says, Jeff, I just sent you an email with a link to an article about an interesting and amusing One Piece collectible. Would love to see you guys react to it tonight. Well, Kendo, uh, if you could forward that email to me from Jack White, I would love to react to that. Thank you very much, Jack, for your generosity. Watchman of Yaw says, damn, no Dion? Now how are we going to get our She-Hulk update this week? LOL, how do you guys feel about the remaster of Goldeneye? Bond button? We're going to get a Bond button. Uh, don't um, we're we've been waiting for the remaster of Goldeneye for a while now. Yeah, yeah. So, do you guys have the? Have you heard the official word on it? No. What's um, the? What's no. the? What, what's the? What's the word in the street, Jeff? Okay, so it's coming out for two consoles. So, uh, the Xbox Series X and the Nintendo Switch—they're both going to get Goldeneye. Now, on the Nintendo Switch, it's going to be an upresed version of the N64 game, so it'll look the same but it will feature online multiplayer. Ooh. Now, the Xbox version, which hasn't been seen yet, neither has the Nintendo version technically, but the Xbox version will be uh, remastered graphics, 4K visuals, uh, better frame rate, new controls, and but it's not. It's only like local multiplayer. What? So, yeah, so GoldenEye... So, wait, hold on, so... <sighs> So to get to get online multiplayer, we we need to have uh, have it on Switch. Yes, because that's Nintendo. Nintendo. That's remember, so... all of Goldeneye was supposed to get a remaster, remake, re-release, all this shit decades ago. Oh, I, oh yeah. But Nintendo yeah, yeah. is the reason why they held it up. So this is probably their their one caveat. How that you know how we can get the game is they have to have some exclusive version. <clears throat> All right, fine. I'll pull up. My I'd rather switch. have the Nintendo version or version. I'd rather have the Nintendo version anyway, because look, I'm all for like upscaling things and making it look nice and everything like that. But it kind of takes away the, um, I don't know, the the nostalgic factor. Like it, it sort of turns it into a different game than it was, especially with like the new buttons. And I'm sure there'll be other new features and everything like that. It's kind of like when they took Perfect Dark and they re mastered it for xbox 360 it just wasn't the same i mean it was the same game but it just i don't know it did it had a different feel it did i have it currently on the xbox and look i'm too much of a goldeneye fan to let certain things make me too angry because also at the end of the day i have both the nintendo and the xbox so i'm gonna get that full experience but i don't like that it's broken up or broken apart, it should kind of be the same features across the same games. But I also do like the remaster. I want to see what GoldenEye looks like in, you know, whatever a 2022 remake of GoldenEye looks like, I'm on board for because I like some of these game remakes. Um, Gears of War remake for the Xbox Series X or the Xbox One or whatever. That one's better than the original. I don't want to play the original Gears of War anymore. (laughs) This is a little different. This is Goldeneye. It's not going to be the same religious experience it was my entire life. I mean, that was the first time we all got to be James Bond. Yeah. That's yeah. the first first-person yeah. shooter that I played do you think, constantly. Do you think they'll uh, put out DLC for it, like new levels, new characters, anything like that? I hope not. I'm going to go with no, because this is only on Game Pass. It's not getting a physical release. Okay. So I think this is just going to be kind of like... Something special for Xbox and something special for Nintendo, and it's like, it's like an exclusive, but it's not. It's an exclusive version. And then if you're a PlayStation fan, you're just nobody cares about PlayStation. Yeah, yeah you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, you, you you took all the goodness of the PlayStation Two that you dropped the ball with on the PlayStation Three, and you times one hundred that with the PlayStation Five. 
Dude, the PS5 is such an unappealing system to me. Now, I'll admit, I have a friend who has one, and it's a very nice system. In presentation, it was a very fun time to play it with him. But, like, from a marketing standpoint, or a consumer standpoint, I just have no interest in buying a PS5. No. Mm-mm. I still have my PS4. It works fine. I don't need to get the PS5. So. I'm looking forward to going home in exactly two months and two days and playing PlayStation 2. <laughs> Now, the reason we were also talking about this, folks, is we will uh, be streaming everything GoldenEye. I was on my way in transit from Cincinnati to for this wedding and stuff, and I found out the news about GoldenEye. And I said to Jesse, oh, my God, it's fucking finally happening. And she's like, what? What's wrong? I was like, no, GoldenEye's coming back out and told her the whole story. So I was really excited. And I thought from that moment on, folks, we're going to do every level streamed. We'll do... <laughs> Goldeneye, or sorry, the first level is the dam, the last level is the Egyptian. I'll go through every level on every difficulty, and then we'll eventually figure out how to fucking stream the Switch so we can all play each other. Because yeah. Dion's not good at Goldeneye. Is he, is he not? <laughs> no, 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 no. Dion is not good at Nintendo games prior to him knowing Hillary, because he didn't grow up with any Nintendo. He had PlayStation and PlayStation 2. And okay, PlayStation okay. 3. And so he just he missed out on a lot of these games. So it'll be fun because he's played Goldeneye, but he's not, he's not me at Goldeneye. So it'll be fun to see how he hangs. Yeah, man, it'll be fun. I wonder if you can still put in the codes and stuff and all, do all the crazy shit. I would hope so. I'm guessing on the Nintendo one, you'll be able to, it'll be a one-to-one um, everything. That's what I'm looking forward to beating the game all over again, trying to unlock everything and seeing if I have the patience that I had when I was 16 to do it. (laughs) I was like getting up early for school to try to be able to run through the facility on double O agent fucking time in those mind throws just right to beat the beat the level in three minutes or whatever oh, it is. Yeah, so that way yeah. you could get the uh, fuck. What cheat code was that? I don't think it was a real important one either, but it was a completionist thing. And then going to school to report to my buddy. Fuck, man, I, I wiped like six times today trying to get that fucking thing. But sorry, right, I'll try some tomorrow when I get or later today when I get home because, you know, I was like. <laughs> pre on the internet and on smartphone days all day type thing. So you had to wait till the next day to go and see him because I didn't call people on the phone. I fucking hate dog on the phone. Then I do now too. <laughs> uh, Xavier to God, the answer is me. Actually, we've never all played gold night together, but we will soon. There you go. Yeah. I mean, I would, I, I would say Jeff, because you've already clocked the most hours on it. So yeah, I, it was all about the multi or sorry, the single player for me. That's all I cared about. Oh yeah, dude. No, whenever uh, I think me and my cousins would play all the time, and we would play on a small little like twenty-four inch TV, um, in one room. It was fucking terrible, <laughs> but that's how we would play. And then, yeah, we we did do like slappers only one time, and it was uh, took so long to kill everybody, so long. Dude, slappers only is funny but annoying as shit. You have to you have to set the kill the kill limit to like ten, because you yeah, the, the, yeah the, because even to get that far, it takes forever. Um, you can't set it any higher than that because if you set it to fifty, it's gonna take you like all fucking day to get to get to fifty. So the last part of that message was the golden eye button. We don't have a golden eye button, but we have something that has golden eye in it. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's what made you. You did. I lied. He did. Yeah. He's gone. He's no more. He ceases to be. Oh, well, we hardly knew ye, Alec Trevelyan.
Modalicious, thank you very much. He says, Hollywood is too stupid to Google. The women had to become warriors because the men in the tribe died being awful slavers to the Brits. Uh, the Brits tried to stop. Oh. Well, Modalicious, you know more of the history than I do, because... Yeah, because I'm 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 really sure somebody in in the room that uh, that that Kenda was was talking about was like they probably just read the fucking wiki beginning and then it was like yeah we'll make a movie out of this it's awesome well it'll, it'll be great and that's what happened yeah this is what happened now our friend Xavier to God wanted to let us know that Lady Gaga will be Harley Quinn in the next Joker movie do you think she'll do a good job. I don't know. I really don't know because I still like Margot Robbie as um, Harley Quinn. Same. Well, and, and also they're saying that part two is going to be a musical version as well, which that'll um, sell tickets. <laughs> yeah. Like Dion's a fan of musical. So am I. So, I mean, like I'm not against it either. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. I didn't. I, I didn't watch House of Gucci, so I don't know how like how how she can fucking act. So I can't. I can't. Uh, she wasn't bad. American Horror Story: The Hotel. That season was just kind of meh. Okay. Well, I mean, and like, well, American Horror Story in itself was very meh because even I watched what was it, um, 1984 or some shit like that. And it was good halfway through. And then shit hit the fan and their rules changed. Like, all of a sudden, they, they do that every fucking season where, like, they'll establish rules for what's going on with the ghosts or what's going on with, like, the killer or something like that. And then all of a sudden, it goes off the rails. It doesn't make sense anymore. First couple seasons were really good. Like, that, the, the murder house thing, that was good. I really liked that. Um, that song that the kid whistles that turned out to be the school shooter creeps still fucking creeps me out. And I don't get creeped out very much. But, um the Asylum one was really good. The Freak Show one was okay. Just seemed like they were trying to do way too much with it. And then was it the one with the Coven of Witches that had Precious in it? Yeah. That I'm just like, yo, this is one of those one of these things that's not like the other situations where you got all these good looking, you know, fit looking chicks and you. <laughs> Precious was Lizzo before Lizzo was Lizzo. <laughs> yeah, but like. What did that actress act like? Lizzo can play the flute, right, and rap and all that stuff. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I mean, it depends on what your definition of playing the flute and rapping is. <laughs> I know a That's lot of true. people that try. There's a lot of people out there that try to be rapists that try to give you their mixtapes, and you know, there's. I mean, dude, it's, it's, dude, it's it's right it's. Listen, no listen, that happens in Atlanta all the time. Where I've been, like, I've I've parked my car and I'm, I'm walking into fucking Kroger's and some dude's like, "Yo, man, here's a mixtape." Thanks, man. Good luck to you. I'll listen to this later. Yeah, I had that happen to me 12 years ago when I was in Chicago for my buddy Lunchbox's wedding. We were coming out of the uh, Goose Island uh, tap room thing, and uh, there was like three dudes trying to give us mixtapes. Nowadays, they'd probably just shoot us. <laughs> oh, well. <clears throat> yeah, man, it's, it's, it's crazy. So, folks, we're going to read uh, two more, and then we're going to get – actually, a few more, and then we're going to get right back because we want to talk about this canceled Star Wars movie. At least I want to say I told you so real quick. So, Bomb Shoes, thank you very much. It says, Tron 2 was the best – sorry, Tron 2 was best on cough syrup so you can see the sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It was – I enjoyed the shit out of that movie. I love that Daft Same. Punk did the, uh, did the soundtrack. I thought it was yep. awesome. The look was good. Um, I liked the epicness of it. The story was good. 
I like that people came back. Um, I wish we had gotten a three, like like at least three years later, two years later, something like that. But that didn't happen. Um, we did get the show on Disney Plus, which was I, I I enjoyed, even though it was like one season long. Um, but yeah, man, it was it was fun. It was really good. It was a really good movie. Yeah, I I liked it. I yeah. It sucks that it was a flop. Well, it wasn't a flop. I thought wasn't it John Carter of Mars or the Lone Ranger being a flop is what killed Tron three from happening. Yeah, well, I well, I've I've heard I've heard various things. Either it was that, or yeah, either that sucked the budget out, or it was just that it didn't make enough money over the over the budget that they um um wanted. Like like it was under their projections, and they weren't happy with it, or something like that. So. Well, well, it was never meant to be. It's a Disney movie. I'm not too heartbroken. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, but you know, I do, I do love, I do love, yeah, I do love me some Tron. Well, Xavier to God, thank you very much. Fuck Mary Kill movie franchises, Underworld, Alien, and Resident Evil, but without Welcome to Raccoon City and the Netflix show. Well, that's easy. You got to marry Alien. You have yep. to because the first couple are just amazing films. Yes, and you can yes. tolerate what comes after that. Three, three is is okay. Four is fun. I would say it's odd, but it's fun. Three is like the only kind of like one I would probably kick to this curb on that in that franchise. Yeah, and then I don't know, man. Resident Evil to me, Underworld and Resident Evil are the same movie. One deals with zombies and a virus, and the other one has fucking vampires. So it's like, oh, fuck Underworld and kill resident evil because i got to go to a screening of the original underworld movie and me and this chick fucking played you know hide the stinky fingers we'll call that we'll, <laughs> let's go with that resident evil because i at least have a pleasant memory of seeing that first movie oh my god well, that's what makes yeah, that's why i enjoy the first sin city so much uh, yeah definitely uh let's see um definitely going to like once again, Mary Alien probably fuck Underworld and kill Resident Evil because at least Kid Beckinsale has tits. So, yep. Uh, I will just say because the Resident Evil movies really suck worse than the Underworld movies, but I agree with that ranking as well. Uh, our friend John Thomas says 1917 is an excellent movie. Kendo, did you watch They Shall Not Grow Old? I saw a trailer for the Joker movie and it was bad. I have not seen that yet. I've been wanting to watch that because. World War One is like my favorite thing in history to learn about. When I was growing up, it was like Civil War, World War Two, you know, the big flashy ones. And World <laughs> War One was just kind of there. But then as I got older, especially traveling like to Europe and shit, it's like, wow, you know, it's I don't know. It's I was in I was in England during like the hundredth anniversary celebrations of like well, not celebrations, but commemorations of the start of the first world war. So I really got into it from there and was reading up on it and stuff. And I'm like, I'm totally digging it. And I, that's, I want to see that because I fucking love learning about world war one. Uh, with that said, world war one and world war two are essentially the same war, just separated by 21 years and fuck Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> well, that's a good historical angle to have, man. Uh, deeper than mine. Now, um, We'll check. I say Xavier to God. Thank you very much. He said he received his Wokebusters pin. We read that one already. Xavier to God has one more. He says, "Fuck Mary, kill Ark Batman, Arkham Asylum, City, and Origins." Again, that's easy for me because I will marry City, fuck Asylum, and kill Origins. 
I have not played those games. What games were they? The Batman Arkham games. Oh, okay. Um, so we're talking about Asylum, City, and the third one? Origins, not Night. Oh, okay. So then I'm going to kill Origins, Fox Asylum, and Mary City. Yeah, it's a good one. And uh, they shall not grow old is on HBO Max. So I'm holy be- shit, they've they've taken all the archive footage and fucking colorized it. Yeah, good God. Yeah, well, there's this really good documentary that they did for American Heroes Channel like ten years ago, where they got because that was back during. Okay, so you remember like 10, 12, 13 years ago when like the found footage of like World War Two and shit was like a huge deal, and yeah. they colorized it, and they put it in HD, and they put it on the History Channel, so you actually could watch something about history. Not, hey, I'm a fat fucker, come to my pawn shop. Yeah. Um, so that got really big, and then they found a bunch of World War One shit, and they cleaned that up and did as much. And there was like a five part thing called Apocalypse World War One, and that was really fucking good, and that's what really helped get me into like learning more about world war one it's like because you can learn about like the big flashy shit as much as possible but at the end of the day it's like the most important thing that probably happened that led to all the bad shit that ended up happening was how world war one ended so i could go into a whole history lesson about how woodrow wilson really <laughs> 20th century and today as we know it and is pretty much the cause of every bad thing that's happened in the last 100 something years but I am not going to do that on today's podcast. But seriously, <laughs> fuck you, Woodrow Wilson. I hope you're rotting in hell. Folks, come back next week to hear what other United States president uh, Kendo has a vendetta with. Here's a hint. He's been dead for a long time. Really, it's just Wilson. It's really just Woodrow Wilson. Oh, my gosh. Not a big fan of Lyndon Baines Johnson either. He did some positive things. But that whole Vietnam fiasco, I will never forgive that fucking stupid ass for that. But... Woodrow Wilson, my friend, I would love to spit on your grave. <laughs> well, <laughs> we will uh, we will see if Kendra does that next week. Now, folks, we are going to get to our topic in just a moment, but we have one more from our good friend, Jack White. Thank you for your very generous super chat, Jack. He says, I listened to Aviva Barnes live stream last week, maybe the week before. Long story short, Barnes talked about a group of pension funds and investors who are planning to sue ESG companies some potential good news for the future. Yeah, I think I had heard something about that, Jack. Um, I actually checked out that channel as well. Been looking at some uh, quite a few channels actually. Been enjoying YouTube content again, to say the least. And uh, here, here I'll take. I took a screenshot of somebody I was watching the other day. Um, who was it? I was checking out. Well, I don't know if I want to give shout outs to everybody, but I was watching a couple channels and I was enjoying what I saw. So I'm gonna see if uh, we'll do some collabs in the future and uh, get those rolling. But I'll look more into that, Jack, as well, because. You always want, excuse me. You always want good news for the future because every week we have to talk about something that's bad or terrible. So, a win's well, a win. Um, we can take it. What was it? I I heard recently this week. There's a there's a horror movie called the what is it? The Terrifier Two. That was an in, independent horror movie to start with, I think, and now it's in 700. Um, it's going to be in 700 theaters next month, and this is and it's an unrated movie. Yeah. Hmm. What's the so. check? Do you want to watch it? I mean, I, I mean, I've seen the first one, and it's you know, it's it, it's a good time, and I've met the, like the director's been he did an Indiegogo for part two, and you know he's been at conventions and things like that. I've talked to the guy; he's he's really cool. But it's one of those things where it's like you're getting we're getting an unrated horror movie in October uh, that's going to be mass mass released. It's um, 
it's odd to hear that. It really is, especially this day and age. It's very odd to hear that. The fact that everything wants to be sanitized and PG, literally, and nobody wants any any sort of you know violence or actions or out outcries or anything like that. It's 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 weird to see that that's happening. But it's also good. It's you know it's, it's a little little um, light at the end of the tunnel that you know things are happening. People are you know um, you know people are using their voices in their wallets to kind of you know tell Hollywood what they want, and it's happening. So that's good. Uh, Jack White, thank you very much for this other super chat. He says the email says under subject interesting and amusing One Piece collectible. By the way, well, Jack, I, I actually had that like pulled up minutes ago. Um, did you guys do me a favor? What is the longest book you've ever read? Uh, Tell me that. Humor me for a minute. Can you guess uh, what the longest book you've ever read is, Kendo? Oh, it's easy. It's the uh, Rise and Fall of the Third Reich. It's like 1,500 pages Jesus. or something like that. Nick, what about you? Um, Carrie? All right. Yeah, Carrie. I, you know, I think I read the dictionary once, but there is this manga called One Piece, and now it has this all-in-one edition guys this book has 21,540 pages jesus it's a fucking tome and a half it's the first 102 volumes and it's only limited to 50 print runs worldwide or what the fuck 50 worldwide oh my god <laughs> you can have it because i don't have time for a 21,000 page dude i don't even have time for like a 20 page book anymore <laughs> I'm busy as shit. You know, I remember the old days. Remember the old days where like Kendo can take care of it because he's got all the time in the world. I miss yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really do. <laughs> do you really though? Do you really? Yeah, I think I do because I don't have any time for shit anymore. <laughs> like I was saying, today was the first time in over a week I got home before six thirty. I didn't know what to do with myself. oh my god <laughs> but jack um you've been very generous in sending us one piece i'll when i get back to the office i'll show you a picture uh, on the show where i have the one piece books all lined up next to the desk i've been slowly looking through stuff it's been it's taking me that long to move long story short though if you send me this this one with twenty one thousand pages it's going to take us a while to get through it but if you can grab one Go for it. But if you can't, folks, then make sure you grab yourselves a copy of Tits and Art Volume 1. It is not 21,540 pages, but it is 11 by 17, which means it's a massive fucking book. Full color, perfect bound. It's going to be beautiful because it is beautiful. It's sold a, filled with beautiful women, beautiful art fantasy, uh, art, boobs, you name it. It's in there. And we did some, and I did some high art stuff too. So check out our Twitter. I've been sharing more on Twitter because you can share more on that platform, but also follow me on Instagram, the Jeff Hicks to see more of the pieces. And I'll be sharing uh, even more this week. Remember folks, this is only going to be a 30 day campaign to guarantee delivery by Christmas. So there's no delays, no nothing. This is a done project. It's ready to go. I just am getting everything ready in terms of the signups. So be on the lookout for that very, very soon. Now guys, Let's talk about however long it takes. This canceled Star Wars movie. Did you hear that Rogue Squadron had been canceled? Um, I I always heard that it was you know it was it was in flux basically. We don't know what's happening with it. Well, it's gone now. It's been taken off the menu. <laughs> it's no longer available for consumption. Kathleen Kennedy, whatever, blah blah blah. Her, but in reality, this is just it's kind of disappointing because they. Star Wars can't get any big movies. Sorry, Star. It's disappointing because Star Wars on the big screen might be gone forever. 
It was always the talk of, well, the Acolyte this or Disney plus that, blah, blah, blah. Nah, but you want to go to a theater to see these things. We've been talking about Jaws for three weeks now. That movie came out (laughs) decades before. Like I wasn't born until 13 years after Jaws was released. So Jaws has always been there in terms of video. Dude, it uh, was, I'm sure sure we all watched it on like TBS or TNT as a kid on like a Saturday or Sunday morning or some shit like that. Yeah, we caught it in a friend, and you know, we're just like, "What is this?" And you know, our mom or dad told us what it was, and we're just like, "All right, we're gonna watch it." And like, we are mortified by this shark, you know, fucking eating these people at a beach. But it was so good, man. You it can't was stop good. About, you can't get over these classic movies. Nowadays, you can't make a classic movie. I would be interested to see where we are in ten years in terms of what is considered a classic. Because if we jump back ten years, I'd call the Avengers, the first one, a classic. It was awesome. It was a game changer. I wouldn't call every Marvel movie a classic. Very few. But that first one, that was what a modern classic could be in 2012 from the nerd side. I'm sure there's... Would you consider Inception a modern classic? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because, I mean, I, I, I really do love Nolan's stuff. Um, I know he's doing a, he's doing a new movie uh, uh, called Oppenheimer. Yeah, that looks um, cool. Which, which should be interesting. Um, I'm watching it. Yeah, it's 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 definitely gonna be a, a lot of fun. Um, even Tenant, I liked, man. You know, it was I love Tenant. Tenant was really good. I I thought it was you know visually stunning and just it's crazy as shit. Like Nolan always does his stuff, and it was it was a good time, man. Um, yeah, I think I think Inception, but it was de- is definitely a classic because you could definitely rewatch and have a good time with it. That's what, like that that's that's what I think classics are. Classics are those movies that you can literally. Pull out of your collection or find on some VOD service and just turn on and you're going to watch it for however long it's on. Or if you have cable and it's like and you just flip channels and you find it, you're just going to you're just going to watch it um, wherever it is in the movie. Hopefully if it's not like too far, like half, you know, past halfway point kind of thing. That's the thing a classic is. Then by your definition, Dodgeball would be a classic for me because that's that was a fun movie. That's That's a fun movie. I noticed something. Actually, I noticed two things about Dodgeball tonight that I never noticed before. First, when um, they go to open the treasure chest of all the money, it says Deus Ex Machina. I never noticed that before. <laughs> I just never paid attention. And secondly, did you notice uh, when they come out at the end of the movie, Justin Long got his girlfriend pregnant? I never noticed that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was a thing. Which- I'm betting it wasn't actually Justin Long that did that. <laughs> Even the guy with the broken bones still got her knocked up. I believe he did. He, he knocked her up on that trip, and then he 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 didn't just fall out of the roller coaster. She said, "I'm pregnant," and he was startled and shocked to the point where he fell out of said roller coaster. <laughs> I can relate. Oh God, Todd was an asshole. Oh man. Um, but yeah, no, no, Dodge, yeah, Dodgeball, I'll give it to you, man. Even like uh, Wedding Crashers would be a classic to me as well, because yep. that's something yeah. I can like, if it's on, I'll watch it, man. You know? It's okay. I love it. Uh, that's one that's so fucking quotable to me. Like, Summer of 05 was the story of two films, Wedding Crashers versus um, The 40-Year-Old Virgin. Like, oh, everyone geez. was comparing those two movies back and forth. Oh, this one versus this but one. But I mean, like, you... I mean, I understand, like you know, you 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 would you know which one's funnier kind of thing, but you really can't compare them because it's two almost different subject matters. It's basically two two lawyers who are just trying to like you know fucking get tail. The other one is about a guy who was literally forty and, and never and never had sex. Forty year old virgin to me suffers from like there's something about Mary syndrome, which the first time you watch it, it's really fucking hilarious. 
and then you watch it again and then you, you know a few more times and it stops being as funny and you have to like wait like a really long time before <laughs> it's funny again or it could just be because Seth Rogen's in it that's true too I mean yeah there, there are there are some movies that do comedic comedically rot and you're just kind of like man this was funny like five years ago not funny now yeah so well I wanted to ask your opinion since we're talking about uh, dodgeball still the Lance Armstrong scene does it hold up as well as it used to uh, not after all that, you know, shit about Lance Armstrong being a doper came out. <laughs> yeah, that actually, it makes it even funnier, really. Um, but then, but then you find out not, he wasn't the only one doping everybody in that fucking, no, everybody you know, was doing it. He just got caught. Yeah. He, yeah. He just got caught. Yeah. He was the highest profile person, dude. Funny story. So the, the sporting Kansas city, the, the MLS team, they opened up a new stadium and it was live strong stadium or live strong park out in uh, Overland park. And like the second or third game that they were going to play there, I got tickets. That, the story I was telling you about the guy that pretended to be Irish for three years. <laughs> yeah, so definitely. him and I were going to this game, and it was like right after all that shit happened, and everybody is just turning tail and running from fucking Lance Armstrong. And we got there; they were literally like turning the lights off where it said "Live Strong" and like taking the shit down as the game was getting ready to start. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I remember those bracelets, man. Oh jeez, those fucking rubber bracelets. That's where that shit started. Oh man. They were, they were so expensive. It was so so dumb. So, the we were talking about this Rogue Squadron movie that's not going to get made. It's off the the records. Blah blah blah. Um, I don't even remember what we were going to say about it. It's not coming out. Are you surprised? No. <laughs> I mean, I, I I am because Disney, you know, is not making a bad decision. They're making a good decision. So that kind of is out of the norm for them. Usually, usually they would have quadrupled down and been like, "Oh, we're, we, you know, we, we've we're we're shooting what squadron, uh, Rogue Squadron one. We're going to greenlit uh, greenlight uh, two and three, and you know that's it. It's just kind of like, okay, sure, nobody's gonna watch them. Good luck with that. <clears throat> but I'm I'm very surprised that they're um they they that's not happening. Uh, but I guess I guess they're I, I guess it's finally affecting their wallet in a way that they're just like, yeah, we can't do this anymore. It's not financially feasible. I just this is the only one that I wanted to come out because it was old school X Wings versus Tie Fighters. It was like the only thing that they could have put out that I would have gone, oh okay, maybe I'll watch this one. Well, this I mean, it was show. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I mean, it was supposed to be directed by Patty Jenkins as well, so I don't know about. Oh, that. good. Well, maybe somebody will get sexually assaulted after they're not in control of their body, like in the uh, Wonder Woman film. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but I remember I remember you coming to that assumption. I was just like, "Fuck, yeah. you're right." Gal Gadot's a dirty bird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I wouldn't be too mad if she took her if took advantage of me, but like, yeah, I wouldn't say no. Yeah, I'm who, who, who are we kidding here? But I'm, the principle I'm still the in matter, control though. of my body. That guy wasn't in control, man. That no. was uh, that was assault, brother. Yep. Imagine waking up from all that, being like, "I think I had sex with Wonder Woman," and nobody's gonna believe you. <laughs> Who's Wonder Woman? <laughs> Your pelvis is just shattered. Yeah. <laughs> You're broken. It's okay. Do you yeah. think they do that autoerotic asphyxiation shit with her golden lasso? <laughs> no, because that could, that no, could be a problem. No, 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 no. You, you want to know why? Because you're going to be telling the truth the whole time. You're going to piss her off. Exactly. That's that's where the problem comes in. She's like, you think about this hot body, aren't you? And you're like, Oh God, no! Oh, I can't say it. And then you just like blurt out Pamela Anderson, and she just fucking yanks that thing real tight around your neck. Oh, <laughs> God, that's how NXS got ended. 
That's why you need like the you know the bedroom playtime you know golden lasso. You can't use a real one. Think you're gonna, you're gonna have fucking problems. Yeah. <laughs> the, the safe word is uh fuck. What the hell was the name? <laughs> oh, of that that's a good one. Oh fuck. <laughs> the island of Lesbos. That's what it was. I don't know. Uh, mascara. That's that's the island he's from. Uh, no, you're right though, Nick, about Wonder Woman 84 being terrible. Why would I care? It's just yeah, because I remember watching it. And I was like, I was like, how the fuck is this the 80s? Like, this is such shit. Like, this is this is basically what like a Gen Zer thinks the 80s was. Like, this is what they this is their interpretation of it. This is exactly what that is. It yeah, was. Like, I mean, there was no 80s music. Nothing. It was fucking terrible. Yeah, it was cocaine and Reaganomics, people. That's what the 80s was. Yeah, watch American Psycho. That's the eighties. That is yeah. the eighties. Yeah, or 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 we'll fucking watch Wall Street. There you go. Yeah, that's a great movie. Yeah, greed is good, dude. I I watched it recently. Um, again, I was like, this is fucking amazing. Oh, so good, dude. The Where best do you think Gordon Gecko best- would be today? <laughs> a billionaire. Yeah, or cancel. Here's what here's what here's what he would do. He would get out of jail from you know from you know defunding the government or whatever like that. He'd get out on bail or whatever, and then he and then and then he started a YouTube channel, a financial YouTube channel, or he'd partner with somebody who's going to start one, some young kid or whatever, and then pick it, pick it back off them, get clout, and then start start his own classes and then and then and have people pay for that, and then he'd make money like crazy. That's what happened. The best reference to like Wall it. Street of all time is in Hot Shots Part 2. Oh, shit. <laughs> when Charlie Sheen is pretty much being Rambo First Blood Part 2 and Rambo 3, and he's going on the boat, and he's doing his little journal thing, and then there was the voiceover thing, and it's Martin Sheen from Apocalypse Now, and they both stand up and look at each other and point. They're like, I loved you in Wall Street. Yep, yep. I, I, dude, the other day when we were in Phoenix, uh, Hot Shots and Hot Shots Part 2 were on back-to-back because the, the hotel had satellite, and we had, like, stars or something and we will and she's like what are you watching i was like this movie's great you got it but american humor is lost on her especially stuff dated in the 90s that focuses around making fun of saddam hussein oh dude, you, like, you would you would have thought it would have hung in for a bit longer but it didn't <laughs> i love i love those movies because the first one is basically just a, a parody of top gun yeah um the yeah the second, the second one is yeah basically Rambo. but like they're they're so much fun they're oh, yeah. so much fun yeah dude i fucking love those movies the body count makes me laugh every fucking oh, time. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Bloodiest war movie ever. <laughs> and Mr. Bean's in the second one. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. So, yeah, I'm not going to harp on Star Wars, folks. Um, <laughs> we keep we keep just like, yeah, it sucks. And then on to something. That's the way, it, dude, every time like Star Wars has come up in the last month or so, we end up veering off of the topic of Star Wars to talk about something far more interesting. Yeah, because there's really there's really nothing good or new to talk about. It's 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 just a it's just like a it's just a dead horse on fire now, and there's nothing that we can do about it. Yeah. Okay. What do you think of uh, the report about film studios are starting to sue ISPs because they can't stop piracy? Wait, what? Yeah, the Hollywood Reporter started talking about this. Um, Various internet providers, including Comcast, Horizon, and AT&T, are being sued for failing to prevent movie piracy online. Um, <laughs> that's going to be a problem because here's the thing: like, say, okay, let's say, let's say, for instance, Disney sues Spectrum, and they win. 
Spectrum will then throttle their service every time somebody uses uses a Disney Plus. There will be there will be quote unquote problems. It'll be slow. It'll be buggy. It won't work. And it's like, oh, we don't know what's happening. Sorry, sorry, Disney. That's what's gonna happen. That's exactly what's gonna happen. Well, I just find this interesting because, look, you can't stop piracy. It's gonna keep on and, going, but. Somebody who doesn't mind paying for their entertainment, you just got to keep giving me something I like and not expecting well, me to hold on to a streaming service in the hopes that I find something I like eventually. And the and the fact that studios are doing that tells you how fucking desperate they are for money and how dumb they are about that. Because I think piracy, piracy doesn't account for that much. I think it's like 10 or 15%. I could be entirely wrong. It's not that much. And maybe it may even be lower than that. Um. I know I know whenever they release a movie on VOD only, yeah, it'll fucking hit piracy real quick. Like in tw- like 12 hours, probably even less than that. It's there. It's a really good copy too. When it's in theaters, it takes it takes longer because you have to you know, there are varying copies with with theater stuff because usually if it hits like a country like Russia or India, you'll get um, a handheld copy. Then you'll get a TS copy. Then you'll get the um after a few months, then you'll get the uh DVD copy. Then maybe the Blu-ray copy right before it, it's about to hit and things like that. But it usually takes a while. Well, reading into this too, it's like they're mad because they're the Verizon or Comcast, whoever the ISP is, they weren't terminating accounts right away. Yeah, because yeah, because that's customers. It's money. They, they'll send them fines and notices and shit like that, but they can't. They're not going to that's cut off like customers. That's a dumb thing. Type tactics. We we're mad at what they're doing. Kill them. Yeah, and also. And also, here's the thing: is like Disney, Disney wants to do exclusively streaming. That takes the fucking internet. That takes an ISP. I'm sorry, you're dumb at this, but that's how it is. Okay, to, to full like I, I I bought I bought a program. What was it last year? Um, it's like thirty bucks, and and I can I can pull I can pull things off of off of streaming stuff. Granted, it's basically it's basically basically what the fucking software does is just you know. As the movie plays in the background on a full screen, like laptop or whatever, it'll record it off of that and on like, you know, onto my hard drive later kind of thing. That's basically what it does. And I can do that with any streaming platform I have. I mean, I don't know what to say. I mean, I don't have any problem with that. I just don't have any interest in a lot of the stuff that's out these days, man. Yeah. And I, and and I mean, well, I mean, like, well, you know, and I told you I'm making the Plex server. That's what I'm doing. I'm taking those things. I'm pulling off of all those VOD stuff and putting it there. So if it ever leaves or goes anywhere, I can watch it later, or or I can take the things I I want off Netflix and then you know fucking kill Netflix, <laughs> you know. So you, you have a personal look at. I don't know. <laughs> I do have a personal vendetta with Netflix. I'm fucking sorry. I'm okay if you have look. I'm, I'm okay if you have a vendetta against Netflix. It's fine. They suck as a service. I don't watch it much. I should cancel it. Yeah, and and the, the funny thing now I keep hearing is that apparently um, a lot of people who you know people who are into finance finances and stocks things like that are telling people to dump netflix right before the uh ad supported thing comes up well once oh, really? they solidify yeah because they're saying that once the ad supported tier comes up and they start doing the password thing um and people are going to get frustrated and drop it even even harder like there's going to be even less less subscribers so hmm I'm gonna... it's funny when you google netflix people the the first news stories are about uh, the overtly queer Gen Z spin on a classic dark thriller, Do Revenge. It's like, <laughs> all right, can I just uh, get a whole thing about the logins? Oh wow, how to cancel Netflix from any device? What a great article to have. <laughs> oh, about. see that's useful. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah. It's it's and like you know they reached peak peak. Uh, what was it? Sub- subscriptions at like two two thirty two hundred thirty million people. And then they started fucking up by, you know, doing the whole Hollywood thing and be like, oh, we're just going to be like them and, you know, do the same content and everybody's going to love it. Nope. Not even Stranger Things could save you. No. Uh, Netflix board is being sued for ignoring red flags on subscriber loss. There's more good news. Let's come. Yeah. From but yeah. Home. There's there's a like I, I, I'm i pretty sure um, I'm going to call it the next two years. Netflix is going to get bought by somebody. What if Disney buys Netflix and I don't? It it, 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 it's either going to be Disney or Amazon. Fuck! Please, yes. I, don't be either of them. They're both terrible choices. I agree. I 100 percent agree. But it's going to be one or the other. I don't like it. Right now, um, I think Disney Disney wants control of Hulu, but Comcast has the other like 30 percent. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 30 percent they have because the, Disney has 70 now. And um, they say that it's it's going to cost Disney like twenty five billion dollars to like you know buy them out. A clone geek wants Dion to buy Netflix. <laughs> oh my god! You know, if Dion bought Netflix, that Beverly Hills Cop would be it would never leave Netflix. It would have Dion would probably have no, no, he, no, he, he, he'd, he'd be like, he'd be like, how how much might I have to pay for it to be on there for ten years right now? <laughs> I'm like, Dion, if you got all this Netflix money, man, you better hook us up with a WCBS production company. We can make some seriously good films like Terminator. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. All, all, that, all that's going to happen is like every six months you're, you're going to do My Black Ass movie. That's all that's going to happen. I'm down yeah. with My Black Ass Goes to Africa. <laughs> oh, God. Apple has the cash too, but also like... I don't know. Their streaming service is weird. I've I, I I had it. I remember when I bought my my new phone. I had it for a year and I barely used it to watch any of their shows. I know they have a really a lot of really good shows on there, but I honestly don't see Apple um, compete, especially with the ten with the ten dollar price tag. Like that's a that's a high price tag to charge um, for Apple's you know service. So I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. It is. It is. Oh, so it's weird that I found Ernest Goes to Africa on DVD. And I know I'm going to do after the show tonight. <laughs> I looked up this movie. It had a budget of nine hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, the last one. Well, and here's a funny. Th- here's the one really funny thing. I think it was like there. There are four that Disney did. Um, Ernest goes to jail. Ernest saves Christmas. Ernest goes to camp. Ernest goes to, yeah, the, yeah, it's like, yeah, Ernest goes to camp. Like, yeah, there, there were four movies that Disney did. And then afterwards, he went to straight to DVD. That's why you have, like, Disney, like, you know, Ernest goes back to school, Ernest goes to Africa, you know, things like that. Um, those are the straight to DVD ones that he needed money for. So. Well, Kendo, we got to get drunk and watch all the Ernest shit together. Don't, don't threaten us with a good time. We will. Uh, we won't even turn it into content. We'll just get drunk and watch Trout Dairy ads instead. <laughs> Ernest joins yeah, the yeah. I like that. Oh God. Uh yeah, people keep saying, you know, let's let's deep fake and have Ernest on a new Ernest movie. That would be fucking wonderful. Um, but you'd have to like, you know, <laughs> okay it with the estate and stuff. I know there's a big um documentary coming out uh that that I that I crowdfunded. It made it made all of its budget in like a fucking day. It was it was great. Oh, you They're personally doing... crowdfunded a whole film? Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. If I crowded a whole film, I would have I would have started on production company by now. Um 
but uh the, yeah they the, you know they 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 think they started the last year or whatever but um they're doing this whole big documentary on Ernest, like from beginning to end kind of thing oh okay Speaking yeah. of documentaries that you love, did you hear people are going after the old George Lazenby documentary because he made that offensive joke last week? Oh God, what offensive dude! The, the, what offensive joke did he make that was that people got up in arms about now? Well, it's the internet, so of course everyone's offended somewhere. But uh, former James Bond star apologizes after creepy and homophobic comment made during an on-stage interview. Former James Bond actor George Lazenby has apologized after he was accused of making hurtful and homophobic comments during an on-stage interview. He was Lazenby said that he was saddened to hear that his story might have offended some people after a concert goer called him out for his creepy and offensive remarks, including naming women that he had slept with in front of children in the audience. That's the story of Honor Her Majesty's Secret Service. He banged so many women that the women thought it was funny to to take a mannequin and put it in front of his door and say, You haven't banged this one yet. That's how many he banged. He's, like that's a he's true like a story. James Bond fan getting to play James Bond, and then you know, not and really and doing much and, else. and the and the bullshit he pulled to get paid just like fucking uh, Sean Connery and get the suit and everything was was amazing. The man had fucking balls. It was great. Yeah, and I uh, like George Lazenby. James yeah, dude. Bond. After the documentary, I I had, I had more fucking uh, respect for the man. I was like, God damn it, dude! You lived the you lived the life. Like it was great. That's a better question, Brad. Why were children at his show? God, I remember I was watching. I was watching some. I was watching some stand-up clip on Instagram, and 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 some guys like, "Oh my God, there's a kid in the audience." Somebody brought their kid to this comedy store. I was like, "How are you this inept that you can't like?" I'm 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 sorry, but if like mommy or daddy, if you can't get a babysitter, then somebody's gonna stay home with the fucking kid, or you gotta sell the tickets or something. All right, you can't take the kid with you. That's not how the shit goes. Sorry, you, you got to make a sacrifice. It's not about you anymore. It's about the kid. Oh, by the way, TLJ Screwjump, I don't know um, what makes that homophobic, but, you know, yeah, I'm not the expert. I'm not the expert in getting offended. I'll leave that to people like, I don't know, somebody else. I wanted to come up with a good name. Who's Who gets offended every five minutes? <laughs> AOC. Okay, fine. I don't want to be like her. I don't want to be offended every five minutes. How boring would life be? I don't want to cause. We're, we're, we're like we, it would basically be the equivalent of like you know you're 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 doing you're going about your day and like you just you have a secondary Twitter and you read the hashtag and then it makes you mad and then you comment on it for the next twenty minutes. But that but that happens like several times a day for you know for for forever. Well, you know what, Nick, you should be pretty happy right now because you're giving the audience what they want. Earlier, they wanted a review of the new episode of She Hulk, and this is exactly what happens in this week's She Hulk, folks. So really. I don't know. I don't watch that shit. <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, I don't watch it either. I'm like, are you fucking serious? I just, I pegged the, I figured out the fucking plot for the new episode of She-Hulk. Oh God, if that, I, oh man, if, if, if I did that, that's terrible. That's terrible writing. That's really shit writing. I'm just guessing at this point, but anything's possible. After the fucking character twerked. It was weird. It was a cartoon twerking. It was uncomfortable to watch because it didn't look real. Yeah, like yeah, Valley. yeah. And that's the thing is, like, yeah, it didn't look, it didn't look real. And even then, seeing the CG of her doing it in the mocap suit on that fucking piece of wood it was so weird. It was so strange. They couldn't even mocap her twerking correctly. Well, have you noticed that the She Hulk's not getting the 
people aren't talking about it as much as they used to. You know, I saw an article. Oh, the finale being low key is perfect. It's like, really? Is that is that what you well, want as a low key finale? Yeah, and 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 the, and the thing. Well, I mean, I'm sure people watch it because they were outraged. They're like, oh, I hate someone. Like some people hate watched it and things like that too, which is dumb. Um, you know, if you don't like it, don't watch it, man. That's how that works. <clears throat> don't be curious. Well, just don't watch it. That's what's up with G four. You guys oh have heard the news how that it's a sinking ship, right? It, <laughs> ever since Frost opened her big fucking mouth, yeah. Oh God, that shit didn't work out for them. So remember, they all stood with Frost and all the women in gaming and all the stuff they were trying to politicize it. But like G four is, they're let's see, they're laying off a ton of people, and there's even even insider talk that they're not going to be able to function and run anymore because of the slim. Um, roster of people they currently have so that's what i was worried about when you said that we had to talk about g4 i'm like oh what did foreskin do now oh she's involved i'm not there yet oh Oh, god sorry i was distracted she tweeted out this picture i'll share the image um i don't want to save the image just open it oh there we go so anyway she tweeted this out she said let's play some games yo with this i survived so clearly She's just being an asshole. Dude, seriously? Using the yo talk? What kind of douchebag says yo? I mean, I say yo to people, but I'm a douchebag, so makes sense. She's not. She's just trying to sound hip and cool. Even even though she's not. Yeah, I, I, and I've also heard that she's had, like, there have been problems with her in e-gaming and things, and e-sport e- and things like that. Like, it's not her first time doing this. Like, there's been constant problems with her. She's like the CM Punk of G4. She's well. She's like the CM Punk of gaming in general. It seems like is like everywhere she goes to, this like shit happens. Modern day Anita Sarkeesian. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one's more annoying? Well, Anita Sarkeesian. Well, currently not Anita Sarkeesian because she's like the boogeyman. She, you, you ignore her long enough, she just goes away. So she's gone. This chick's more annoying because she's still around. Yeah, and uh, and 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 you said she's she's still working at G four or what's yeah, the... and she's talking shit. They can't get rid of her. God, well, and and that's the thing is like it's well, it's the same thing with Kathy Kennedy. Like they don't want to they don't want to fire the female because they'll look bad and they'll get all the fucking angry tweets for yeah, fucking but, four days. Yeah, know? but there's a big difference between Kathleen Kennedy and Frost. Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. But I'm saying it's kind of the same. You know, I gotta think that there's something in her contract that says like if you do stuff that you know brings the business or the company into disrepute we can get rid of you because like every contract you sign to work anywhere has like a conduct clause fuck i even got a conduct clause like i can't get on here right now and just shit on my you know employer not that anybody that works here listens but if they did i could get in trouble for that but i wouldn't because i like my job yeah yeah exactly well this is one of those situations folks where you saw it coming a mile away and we just like to update you guys with a little bit of I don't know, a little bit of schadenfreude in our voices because we saw this coming last yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, and, when she, she and like, her mouth. Yeah. God, as soon as she, as soon as she said something and she went on her tangent, I was like, I was like, is it is it like you're working for a G four? Like, are you is are things really that bad there? Yeah, you get paid to play video games and talk about them on the internet. Let's talk about how hard your struggle really is. Yeah, yeah, you could play the oh, I'm a woman and people don't take me seriously as a gamer. Maybe 1996, but in 2021 at the time, yeah, no, because some of the more popular gaming channels like Melanie Mac, uh, Chicks, of course, you know, 
she's attractive and eats butter, but that's different. <laughs> Wait, who is this now? Uh, there's this chick named Melanie Mack. She's she's on Twitter a lot, I believe. Uh, I found her through Anna actually, because I think Anna likes and retweets. A okay, lot of um, um, how how much is OnlyFans, Kenda? Fuck, I don't know. I don't subscribe. Fourteen ninety nine a month. <laughs> Not that I know that. Yeah, I was just I was just checking. I was just checking. Dude, you're the fucking Instagram stalker. Go look her up. <sighs> All right, fuck. That's your gimmick. I ain't gonna infringe upon your gimmick. Yeah, we're friends here. We don't friends don't infringe on other friends' gimmicks. Yeah, because the <laughs> next thing I know, you know, you're gonna be coaching football against me and yet saying things and ending sentences with a yo, and I don't need that shit. Uh, I, I I have I wouldn't know the first thing about coaching football. <laughs> It's okay. I mean, I could try to teach you some things. Be like, all right, so here's what you want this kid to do. He's going to try to kill that kid. And it's okay because he's on the other team. <laughs> what do you do if Nick's a better coach? That'll well, never happen. That'll never fucking let's, happen. Let's not speak in fucking terms of shit that just ain't going to occur. But if Nick somehow, if this is like a little giant scenario where yeah. I am clearly the Ed O'Neill in this scenario, were to lose to Nick, then I... I I'm taking a stride. I'd be like, good game. You know, you're, you got your people prepared. We weren't prepared. We didn't work hard enough. And now I'm going to go jump off a bridge in shame. <laughs> That's what winners do. Oh, God. <laughs> I want to see that movie. <laughs> we should do that. We should just we, remake we re- Little Giants. Yeah, yeah, we re- Obviously, <laughs> remake Little Giants. <laughs> Oh my to the God. point where we get threatened with a cease and desist and they threaten to sue us we should remake little giants essentially verbatim <laughs> where nick and i are the o'shea brothers except we call them like the o'connor brothers or something like that. We just brothers. change it slightly the the the, the, uh, the o'malley brothers yeah i would watch that <laughs> I'll be Dermot O'Malley, and you can be Gallagher O'Malley. Yeah, we'll we'll even go. We'll steer really hard into the Irish thing too, and neither of us are Irish. That clearly. would be fucking hilarious. Do you think anyone will complain online that you're not Irish playing Irish characters? <laughs> no, because Nick will be there, so it'll be seen as like a woke piece. Be like, oh, look at that brave man up there. He's yeah, totally yeah. Like, I'll be he's I'll be seen as stunning and brave. Like, That's I'll, not what that means. I'll use I'll use the I'll use the word the word diverse forty seven times in every interview I do. Yeah, because be that's that's what'll happen with Nick's team. He'll have the team i'll have all the fucking studs and even though half of them will be black it's like last night when we're watching the chiefs and the chargers game daisy says who's that guy on there and i'm like who and she goes that black guy i'm like this is an nfl game you've got to be way more (laughs) yeah a little more specific there please that's like give us us a number give us a number out there yeah i was like say well it's not justin herbert because he's white but other than that confusing me here lady although the other day at the game dude she had more fun than I did, and we were beating the shit out of the Cardinals. That's awesome, man. Yeah, we got down on the sideline. Like, we were, like, literally in the first row because my friends were there. So, like, the whole time she's just, like, zooming in on Patrick Mahomes and taking pictures of him on the sideline. I'm like, you know, there's a lot of other guys out here, too, that play, and half of them are, you know, waving to the baby. <laughs> so, maybe you should take notice of that. <laughs> What's uh? Let's take notice of the audience because we have a lot of people watching. Folks, do us a favor. Hit that thumbs up button to let us know that you're enjoying WCBS. And we're having some fun with you guys tonight with our friend Watchman of Yaw up first who says, Fuck, Mary kill, Starship Troopers, Sharknado, Sharknado Tremors. Oh, my God. I'd rather watch Sharknader. Sharknader with Ralph Nader? Sharknader. Yeah. Sharknader starring Ralph Nader and Paul uh, or uh, Ron Paul. 
<laughs> Ron Paul. <clears throat> gotta Let's catch see. I gotta. Ball. I gotta kill Sharknado because I'm just not a fan. I understand what those movies were. Just I can't do it. Um. Probably fuck Troopers and then marry Tremors because at least more than one of those movies is good. So. Yeah, I'm dude. I'm in the same boat. I'm killing Sharknado, and I like the shark. I know, movie. man. That's 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 tough to tough to hear, man. I thought you were but, you're you're a big fan. I am. I dude. I it, dude. They get even more camp as it goes along. That Nova chick that's in those movies. Oh, roll tight indeed. But <laughs> you know, if I have to put it up against the other two, I got to you know kill it and marry Tremors and you know fuck the other one. I will marry Starship Troopers, fuck Tremors, and kill Sharknado. I'm sorry, but Ian Zeering, he's just not a draw. John Thomas, thank you very much. Or Nick, did you get to go? Yeah. Okay, sorry, I didn't want to cut you off. John Thomas, thank you very much for your generous super chat. He said, I had an Atari 2600. Atari released games on Android. I just bought Missile Command. Love it. Joe Rogan Motorcycle, please. Where can I find that original video? Um, It's Motorcycle Crash. Yeah. Los Angeles. It's got like uh, a bazillion gazillion views, so it should be the first one that comes up. Well, if you can't find it, you can always find it here. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit. Jamie, pull that video up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Here we go. I love that one. I, I don't feel bad. No, not at all. He had it coming. Yeah. So after that one, we have, oh, but actually John Thomas, though, brought up uh, some of the Atari classics on Android. Do you guys have a favorite Atari game? Oh, yeah, that tank one where you had, like, the rival tanks rolling around trying to fucking bomb each other. That was a lot of fun. Nick? I, I've i never played anything on, on, on the Atari, so. Dude, no. you suck. <laughs> really? I, it was it was before my time. I had I had a before uh, my time, but I still played one. I, I I didn't have one, man. the The oldest system I had was um, a Nintendo. That's it. That was the oldest one. Folks, I had, for only a dollar a month, you can help Nick and Atari. Yes, <laughs> folks, join our day. Patreon page. Let's buy Nick an Atari. <laughs> Seriously, folks, send one to the PO box. And we'll send it to Nick, or let's crowdfund some money to get Nick a brand new Atari twenty six hundred. Oh what do we need to? What's an Atari run new in box for pennies oh a day? You can Good luck Nick with that. Atari. Good luck with that. All right, so it looks like a used one with the box is eight hundred and forty nine dollars. Oh Jesus, those things got a lot like way expensive in the last twenty years. Yeah. Okay, Nick. For two hundred and thirty-nine dollars, you can get an Atari Lego set. Oh. Oh, I already, I already have that one. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, by the way, uh, last night, right before going to bed, I checked Lego, and sure enough, they had the uh, DeLorean on back order, and I got it. Yes, I'm glad you got it. So, so now, now I have two: one to sell and one to one to build. Hopefully, on Twitch or whatever thing we do whenever I get my uh, camera set up. You know what we gotta okay. do since we have one uh one of our listeners sent one to the PO box. We have to have a fucking battle. Who can build it the fastest? <laughs> oh my god. So Seriously, we'll if, talk shit to each other. <laughs> if you go to the website that I'm looking at here, it's called DK Oldies. You can get an Atari twenty six hundred system three game one player pack for $184.99. You can get player. a two player pack with just one game for a little much for Atari, in my opinion, but hey. You can get Frogger for $5.99. You can get uh, Asteroids for $2.99. Uh, 
you can get the original Mario Brothers game on Atari for $16.99. I and wonder why that one's $16.99. Yeah, gee, I don't know. You can get uh, E.T. for $6.99. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, let's see what else we got. We got Centipede for two ninety nine. It's actually I do on love, sale. I do love when the game, when the Texas Texas Chainsaw Massacre Atari game came out, like parents were like appalled and shocked and they wrote in and it was a whole fucking campaign. But if you've ever seen the screenshots of that game, it is not violent at all. And it's it's difficult as fuck to play and doesn't make any goddamn sense. You can get the Empire Strikes Back for $8.99. Dig Dug is $14.99. I'm assuming that's specifically because of Stranger Things that the price on that one has gone up. Yeah, more than likely. Cubert uh, is $8.99. And Raiders of the Lost Ark is only $7.99. It's on sale. That's uh, That's my favorite Atari game. Yeah, they also got Donkey Kong. Well, Donkey Kendo. Kong is five ninety nine on sale. Well, we have another message about a game, which is way more interesting to you and everyone here. Enrique Vasquez, thank you. He says, are you guys excited for the new Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom? Also, oh, not another effort button, please. <laughs> You'll get that. Um, what do you guys think of the new, or Kendo at least, what do you think of the new Zelda trailer? Oh, yeah, dude, I, I didn't care at all. I mean, Zelda, <laughs> who plays that game? <laughs> No, dude, I'm ex- so okay. Here's my thing: like, I'm excited for it because Breath of the Wild was so good, but I'm hesitant because I don't know where they're going to take the story. So it's like I I know enough about Zelda to know that it's the hero of the wild timeline that we're going to keep running with here, but I just don't want it to be. I know this is going to sound weird coming from somebody that like worships Zelda games. I don't want it to be kind of like a um, new game, different paint of coat, so to speak, like. Hey, here's this game. You got to find 120 shrines and you got to defeat these four beasts all over again, but you're in a different part of Hyrule and all this other stuff. I want I don't know. I just want something different but the same. If that makes sense. It does. I really enjoyed Breath of the Wild. Um, you know, it was great. But I don't want more of the exact same. The DLC was such a turnoff for me. So, I'm excited for this. Uh, not cautiously optimistic, just optimistic. It was, it's Zelda. I mean, fuck, I'm excited. Yeah. Not as much as I was for Goldeneye, Enrique, but very excited. Hey, hey, Kendo, I've been, Yo. I've been, I've been stalking your, your, your chick Nova from, uh, from Sharknado. I found a picture on her Instagram of her just in a tub, taking a bath, eating Taco Bell. Hey, she's right up your alley since you're obsessed with Taco Bell. I mean, I, I like it. I'm not. I'm not that obsessed with it. Pete's obsessed with it. He's obsessed with it. Del Taco is so much better, but then like actual Mexican food beat the shit out of all of it. Oh, of course, hundred percent, man. But yeah, she was she she was good in those movies for not acting reasons. But you know, <laughs> but Breath of the Wild, I actually enjoyed the DLC. Um, I thought that it actually extended the game for me because there was the new shrines and that boss battle with that like head of the desiccated uh you know shrine you know buddha wannabe dudes that was fun uh the motorcycle was cool and then uh you know it gave me reason to play the game right around the motorcycle killing hinoxes and uh those weird centaur guys whose names escaped me all of a sudden and uh trying to upgrade all my armor it was fun Uh Shout out to our friend Monster Zero One in the chat. He says, "Yo, my pink slime is legit. Looks like it was pulled right out of the sewers of Manhattan." <laughs> so, Monster Zero One, thank you for backing Wokebusters. And uh, folks, if you uh, backed it, you know the stuff about the delay. But we shipped out the shirts and the slime and the pins and the postcards and all that fun stuff. And I'm seeing a ton of people get very, very excited 
uh, by that. So folks, thank you again. And there will be more from the Wokebusters very soon. We're going to make that bigger than you can possibly imagine. Now, continuing on with tonight's fun, our friend Jack White says, the only time we should see the gods of Egypt is in God of War so we can kill them with Kratos. <laughs> the gods of Egypt would wipe their ball sacks across Kratos' face. <laughs> Think so? I don't know. I've never played a God of War game. Oh, they're fun, man. They look fun, but then I had to go buy a PlayStation to play them, and I just never wanted to. Well, look, just 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 take Dion and mine's word for it. They're fun. Okay, I, I do. I do take your word for it. I just don't see myself running out and play one anytime soon. Xavier to God, thank you very much. Fuck Mary Kill, Liam Neeson, Nicolas Cage, and Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> God well, you got to marry Liam Neeson. I mean, that—that that is no contest. You're marrying Liam Neeson, <sighs> and then you got to fuck Nicolas Cage and kill Ryan Reynolds. I'm sorry, but that's just how the I game got. Is I, 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 I got to do the opposite of that. I like Ryan Reynolds. I think Ryan Reynolds is, is, yeah, more significant to me than than Nicolas Cage. Unfortunately, yeah, I but you're marrying Liam Neeson, right? Oh no, hundred percent. That's okay, happening. No, that's happening. Sure, that's happening. I really don't care who you fucking kill in this scenario. I, it's about the marrying in this scenario. No, it's definitely happening. We Liam Neeson be is, if you don't Lee, Liam Neeson. Yeah, Lee, no, no, no. Liam Neeson, yeah, 100%. Because he, he, all of his movies are kind of the same, but all, all, also that's why I like them all. You know, that's it's, he just keeps doing like unkillable old white old white Irish dude. It's fine. They're wonderful movies. They're it fun shit to watch. Yeah. Love them. So what was the mother effer button that we have? Is that the, does he look like a bitch? Or do we oh. have a motherfucker button? Do we have a motherfucker button? What is the motherfucker button? Enrique Vasquez, please elaborate on the motherfucker button because we are lost. Yeah, because uh, I definitely want to press it for you, man. But I'm just like, is it the Eddie Murphy just randomly cussing? Is that one? Hey, felt for him. Motherfucker, dick pussy's not and shit. Good night. <laughs> Good night. Suck my dick. Bye-bye. You can't, have, you can't have a curse show. You got to get some jokes in there. Christian Eddie, Van Di- Christian Van you. Dick says uh, the Tiger King. Guess what, motherfucker? Oh, oh okay, yeah, that makes, that makes sense now. That makes sense now. Guess what, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, that... we forget- Dude, we forgot about that button. Like everybody else has forgotten about Tiger King. Yep. Yeah, because he because like it came and went, man. That's it. It was what it was for six weeks. <laughs> really, six weeks, or was it was it less than that? Did they release every episode at once to where you could binge it? Because if so, then it would have been like three weeks. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it was. It's Netflix. Yeah, that's what they do. They re- release everything at once. Everybody watched it because it was the beginning of the, you know, <laughs> of the beer bug. God, life sucks back then. Yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> so, uh, moving on, um, I have to answer this one. I guess Nicolas Cage is going to get married. Liam Neeson's dying, long story short. Oh, I like Liam Neeson. Oh, oh. Jeez. Well, hold on. Is, do, I like him more? do I like Ryan Reynolds more? I don't think you do. I don't think I do. I don't like Deadpool as much as I th- act like I do. I enjoy it. I own the movies on Blu-ray, but... What would you think. rather watch, Jeff? Taken? Um, let's see. The one, the one with the snowplow... Uh, out no not out cold it's a different the movie. gray no that's a different movie too that's a good one though 
uh, nonstop where it, it, it's taken on a plane. That one's really good. Uh, what's the one where it's taken on a train? Fuck. I have that movie. I don't know. But then I'll walk amongst the tombstones, run That's all night. One. Would you rather have that or would you rather have Deadpool 1 and 2? You make a strong argument, my friend. Thank I you. understand where you're coming from. All right, so that is my. I'll stick with uh, killing Ryan Reynolds, fucking Nicholas Cage, marrying Liam Neeson. Thank you, Jack White. Thank you very much. He says the System Shock remake looks good. Yeah, I have to check that one out. Um, I'm always down for uh, something that looks interesting. Rob oh shit! That, that, no, that's what it was. It was it was, the, it was the commuter. The commuter's the one on the train. Yeah, that one's good too. Yeah, actually, they're all good. You know why? Because it's all taken in various different scenarios. <laughs> And Taken just works really well because um, Taken Taken was a sucker punch to everybody that had watched movies with Liam Neeson and earned his entire career. Because you're thinking Liam Neeson from Rob Roy, you're thinking dramatic like Love Actually, Liam Neeson, who's kind of funny and charming, and then Taken comes out, and you're like, wow, that dude is a fucking badass. And then every yeah. other movie comes out, and it's just Taken, but you know, somewhere different, and it's like. You know, we should be getting old of this trope, but it's it's not getting old. It just gets keeps getting better. I love you, Liam Neeson. There's one like it's called the Marksman or the Shooter or something like that that just came out. Re- I gotta try it for that. Oh, uh, memory, memory's a new one. Oh, okay, yeah, I got. I I want I, 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 to check that one out too. That one, that I, one I haven't I, seen yet. Dude, I fucking love Liam Neeson. I can't help it. You don't have to help it. He's that good. Great, even. He is. I still remember the fucking Keen Keen Peel thing of them doing Liam Neeson Liam Neeson's Liam Neeson's Nissan is still my favorite thing. Yeah. Dude, friend of the show Darren Copson posted something the other day and it was Liam Neeson and somebody had a Nissan that they just fucking wrapped with like those fucking graphics and it was just like Liam Neeson movie covers. <laughs> I, I I thought I saved it, but I'm just like, oh, th- those guys are friends with him. They'll see it on their timeline. I've seen film. it. That's, that was a good one, folks. We'll yeah, tweet it out fucking, this week. That's fucking awesome. Uh, Rob Brandt says, "Is Nintendo why there's no Rogue Squadron re-release?" Well, Rob, there is a Rogue Squadron re-release on the Nintendo 64. There was um, what is it? Oh, crap, the chair. Ow, this chair like hit the table. Sorry. There we go. So there was a re-release a couple years back from Playback Games or Throwback Games. Uh, they did that Rogue Squadron. They also did Star Wars Episode One Racer, but that was only like a physical release. So I guess, but then again, you can get Rogue Squadron and other games on Steam. That's more of a Lucasfilm. I guess it's just a LucasArts thing because uh, Nintendo did not. Oh, because Rare was a Nintendo developer at the time, a third-party developer. They bought up whatever percentage in their company after Donkey Kong Country came out. And so the Nintendo relationship with GoldenEye is much different than that of Rogue Squadron. I believe that's more of just a traditional licensed game that could get a re-release if there's a demand for it. But um, GoldenEye is slightly different. So where were we at now? Oh, yes, before I almost fell out of this chair and into the uh, the sun. So here we go. Um, Did anyone... uh, Okay, so uh, don't forget the poster says Ninja Lawyer Steve. We will not, Ninja Lawyer Steve. We will not. Jack White says, the email says under... Oh, we did read that one as well, Jack White. Thank you. 
Modalicious says Vietnam is all General de Gaulle's fault. Incorrect. Okay. Long story short. <laughs> oh, God. You did it now. You fucking did it now. Long story short. short. At, the, <laughs> at the end of World War I, they were having the peace summit, trying to make everything better. And this little man named Ho Chi Minh approached Woodrow Wilson and the other groups and wanted to be part of the Democratic you know, Alliance type stuff. So did the so did the Japanese person too. And Woodrow Wilson, the racist that he was, he screened Birth of a Nation in the White House and said it was true, and they quoted him in that movie, told them no, they did not want to include them because he didn't say it out loud, but we know why he said that. So what has happened? Ho Chi Minh goes and walks away from all that, and he gets taken into the loving arms of the Soviet Union and Mao Zedong. The rest is history. All right. Well, there you go, folks. There's the Kendo's history Fuck lesson here on World Class Bullshitters. And if you want any more history, uh, join us sometime when we have our history show. Kendo, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go. We'll call it Kendo, Scotch, and History. I like it. I like it. So, up next, we had one from our friend. Where did it go? Thank you very much. Uh, Xavier Degas with your very generous super chat. He says, what is someone What is someone you could take always from each of the original Spider-Man movies? Also, which is your favorite suit, including black? Mine is the first movie because of the blue one. It looks the best. Well, let's break down your question, Xavier the God. First, uh, what is my favorite Spider-Man costume of the movies? I'm going to go with the Spider-Man 2 or 3 costume. They look similar enough that I enjoy them, but I I like the the red and the web pattern more in that one, and the spider design. It's a little more refined than that of the first movie. Um, now, what is someone you could always take? So I say, what is someone you could take always from each? You mean say, what is something you could take from each of the original Spider-Man movies in terms of like a message or a theme? I'll answer it like that. That's what I'm assuming you're saying. Um, takeaways from those movies: one. The father-son relationship between Uncle Ben and Peter was much better represented in that movie than in any other medium of the character. So that was my takeaway from that, how he really felt about Uncle Ben. Uh, takeaway from part two, Peter is responsible for some of the problems that he creates as Spider-Man. You know, his personal life, he should have a responsibility to that too. And then my takeaway from part three, well, it can always get worse. That's my takeaway from that one. Uh, do you guys... Instead of take or including takeaways, um, what do you get from Spider-Man movies? Like, well, I would love to take away Topher Grace from Spider-Man Three. Okay, like take him away from that movie. Just say, sorry, you got the wrong script. You're you're reading for that '90s show, the movie. Okay, so you're 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 an older you're older now, and and nobody likes you because you smell of cheese. We'll find somebody better to play Eddie Brock. <laughs> Oh man, not having three, not maybe not, don't, you know, don't do three villains in a, in a movie at, you know, all at once. Yeah, yeah that would have been over. That was a bit of overkill because you could have just stopped with the Sandman. I, the fucking Thomas Hayden Church, his performance as the Sandman in, Sp- in Spider Man 3 was incredible. Yeah. He was he very get, good. You could have just left it alone and you could have let the Harry Goblin Jr. good cry now. You could have let that just simmer. You could have let it simmer for Spider Man 4 if there was going to be one. Just leave it be. Yeah. Well, hindsight is twenty twenty, and we're still learning about that. <laughs> so, Adam Wofford, thank you very much. Did anyone else get an ad a few minutes ago? Uh, I didn't get an ad, did you? 
Nope. Kendra, did you guys get ads? Nope. No, can't say that I did. TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. Don't forget LBJ's War on Poverty, which was supposed to help uh, people like Dion, but actually took them from the highest marriage rate to the lowest. Yeah, I, I, I'm just going to default say just I'll, I'll make my own show called Kendo Scotch and History because that's another bag of worms that I don't want to get into right now talking about how, you know, he gets all this credit for signing a bill that any fucking swinging dick in the office would have signed at the time. All right. Well, I'm I'm actually going to help produce that show so we can learn more together. Xavier to God, thank you very much. He says, fuck, Mary, kill, kick-ass, Deadpool, and the Suicide Squad. <sighs> fuck kick-ass because that movie's actually kind of fun. Nicolas Cage's overacting in that movie is just incredible. Uh, I'm going to marry Deadpool because that's the best of the three, and I'm going to kill the Suicide Squad because I didn't really like it. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. And, and and I assume they mean um, the first Suicide Squad because the second one was actually actually really entertaining. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll say that you're talking about the first one. I will marry Kickass, fuck Deadpool, and kill the Suicide Squad. Deadpool's fine, but we just had a long talk about why Ryan Reynolds isn't as great as I th- er, thought he was. So there you go, guys. TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. He says, "Good riddance, TNA." AJ Styles was literally the first wrestler called for match on inaugural show. Twelve years later, asked for two hundred thousand. They say no. F them. Yeah, TNA, I don't think I've ever watched an entire one of their shows. Kendo, have you? Uh, that's a big no. Oh, good. Um, we have better things to do with our time. Uh, all joking aside, though, TLJ Screwjob, the most time I've ever spent with TNA was that video game they put out, like, God, like 18 years ago. Not 18, like 16 years ago at this point. It's been a while. Xavier to God, thank you very much. Fuck Mary Kill, Superbad, 21 Jump Street, and Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, this is easy. Yeah, kill super bad. Um, fuck Wolf of Wall Street because I haven't watched it. And uh, Mary, what was the other one? Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, I'll marry Twenty One Jump Street. I yeah, that fucking yeah, that fucking works. Yeah, that fucking works. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, because Wolf of Wall Street was was uh, was a really good fun movie about how much cocaine and drugs that guy does, you know, in a fucking day just to keep going. Jeez. TLJ Screwjob says, I think I saw a new fandom menace topic a few weeks back in an I Dream of Tucker topic last week. Am I misremembering? No, you did not. Uh, we did talk about stuff like that. We were joking about Jennifer Lawrence and her nightmares and stuff like that over on Twitter as well. But with some of these new weird YouTube things, um, there's always these weird claims. This show's already been hit with a, um ad sustainability question. Like I said, either somebody's trying to do this shit to get rid of us, or there's just a thing that's broken in the copy system. So, either way, it's annoying yeah. as shit. It's probably a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Yeah, fuck those people. Yeah, I'm oh, sure. I'm, I'm I'm sure somebody's hate watched like uh, like three of your videos, and they're just like, "Fuck these guys, they're gonna be taken out," and they're just gonna start tagging our shit. So, you know, it's funny. It's like they're uh, Steve Buscemi in Happy Gilmore. No, Happy or Billy Madison randomly oh no no it's like in the jerk when M. Emmett walsh just points to the fucking phone book and sees naven r johnson's name and tries to kill him poor guy there you go actually we should just give a drunk commentary of that fucking movie that's great <laughs> we should well you know what we should do we should tape mm. like three drunk commentaries in a row <laughs> Ooh. oh jesus christ Ooh. oh hold on i gotta 
a, a more marathon idea for the audience. So what we do is we do a traditional drunk watch party at, at an earlier time slot. Then we go off the air. Then we go record our drunk commentaries after that and let people know how long it's been since the initial thing. So they can like gauge how sloppy. Like let's say, for example, we do the Jaws saga. So we do a drunk watch party oh. of Jaws. And then that night we get we sit down and we review Jaws two through four, and we just let the audience know, like, folks, it's midnight. We've been drinking for twelve hours straight, and Jaws four: The Revenge will be ugly. <laughs> yeah, it'll be no California shots, okay? I'm yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. You can't get crossfaded, dude. You can't do that. Yeah, no, we we can't have Aquarium Jeff while we're recording, not on air or on air for that matter, because we don't have any way of stopping it. That was fucking hilarious. Folks, if you want more Aquarium, Jeff, go watch our SummerSlam <laughs> review and join us for every drunk wrestling party. Uh, oh my Saturdays. God, that was that was beyond funny because every yeah. time you made a noise, the chat went wild. It's like, call him now; he's awake. Yeah, most of that buzzing was my phone. <laughs> no, 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 bitch! I was even calling Jesse, like Jesse, please be awake, please be awake. No, she wasn't awake either. She <laughs> fell asleep before he did. Yeah. <laughs> So, John Thomas, thank you very much. Speaking of sequels on TV, why do some cable networks show them in reverse order? What the fuck? Um, Because they can? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe they don't know any better. That could be a thing. It could be. It it, it could also be... um, If if they're doing it, if they're doing it during the week, it could be a timing thing where they want... Or the timings of them add up to a certain thing and like it gets done at a certain time so they can show something else. I don't know. It's just who knows. Who or knows? maybe you were just high and you were watching it in reverse. That's also true. That's also a thing. You you went to hit the the skip button to skip past all the commercial breaks, but instead you actually hit the reverse button and start going backwards, like, oh, we're starting with episode six. Yep. That makes sense. Um, after that one, we have Xavier the God who says, Fuck Mary Kill, Wanted Red and John Wick. <laughs> Mary and John Wick. Yeah. Gotta fuck Red and kill Wanted. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because like wa- Wanted was good for that portion of time. For like, I-, I guess a year around the movie was fine. Then it got really fucking annoying, and everyone's and everyone's like, Oh, Wanted's great, Wanted's great. It's like, it's not really that good. Red is red is that red and red two are actually really funny. Uh, I love those movies. <clears throat> They're great. And uh, yeah, what was, the, what was the other one? John Wick. Oh, yeah, yeah. John Wick. Yeah, yeah, John Wick. Yeah, like no question, John Wick. Like, like they, like they, they forwarded, They showed a teaser of the John Wick four trailer. I was like, I'm there already. Just give me the date and let me go yeah. buy my ticket. It's fine. When, I'll be there. Come out. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Just, oh, yeah. Like, when's the date? Where's the nearest theater? Let me buy a fucking ticket. I don't care. We're watching it. TLJ Screwjob says, "This ain't my black ass goes to Africa." A triple X parody. <laughs> I mean, we could we we could start we could start that studio, but that would be on another platform. True. Oh yeah, folks, we'll have this show, but we'll also go make our millions in smut and cocaine fueled ideas from the nineteen eighties. <laughs> produced today, we're not above that. No, we're not. We're no, not. we're not. We're just we're, we're, we're above a lot of things, but not that. No, Ooh. we're 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 capitalists. So you know that's that's yeah. where that's where our, I like our, money. Wow, really? You like money too? Frito Pendejo? I didn't know he was here. <laughs> yeah. We don't have time that's for right. a hand job. <laughs> I don't have time for Starbucks, bro. Now, we have a 
an awesome message from Cadmus versus the Justice Lords. In terms of all greatness of all time, where would you rank Gene Colan as an artist? I think he's my personal favorite. Quite unique. Well, Cadmus versus Justice Lords, this is an awesome question that I'd love to answer. Gene Colan is one of my personal favorites as well. Anytime I see his work in either a Dracula or a Daredevil or honestly anything, there was a level of realism that he brought to his work. There was a level of quality that was there on every page. So I do love Gene Colan's stuff quite a bit. Um, I don't want to sound boring and say, oh, the best thing he ever did was Daredevil or Dracula. He did a lot of great stuff. But you could tell his stuff... So it was so distinct from the other Marvel guys at the time. You had your Brissemas, your Amitas. Uh, I love those guys. Those are, you know, big names in my eyes. But Gene Colan was great. And um, I think back to an interview I saw with him years ago where it was uh, him talking about his art career. And he's like, yeah, it was great, but I spent a lot of my life at a drawing table. And it kind of like was the tone I took away from that. So, yeah, I love him. Uh, Definitely unique. Everything stood out in a good way. His work was like, it was unique in the way that Steranko was unique, where you could look at it on a printed page and go, oh, that's Gene Cullen's work, and just know everything that came with that. So Cadmus versus Justice Lords, thank you. Folks, as you know, I'm an artist. I love to talk about art, comics, and all that fun stuff. So if you uh, ever want to get into the deep cuts of the comic book art world, uh, I'm your guy. TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. Piggybacking on Monster Zero's one request for butt shots in TNA Volume 1, I think we both like Billy Gunn's theme. Which of the four would you walk, uh, which of you four would walk out to it? We would walk out to the Ass Man theme song from uh, the WWF. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. Boop, boop. <laughs> um, now, to answer your question, TLJ Screwjob, or not TLJ Screwjob, sorry, it was, yeah, it was TLJ Screwjob, about the butt shots in TNA Volume 1. There will be love for all of it. The name Titson Art is a great name, but there will be love for both, all, it's, look, it's a celebration of women and art. It's beautiful things, beautiful women, beautiful art, and so it's all in there. Don't worry. Everything will be, <laughs> I don't want to say equally represented because I don't want it to sound like it's that kind of a project, but yeah, it's no got dicks. something for everybody. Remember, what is our rule here on the show, guys? We don't kink shame unless that's your thing. So yeah. yeah. But there will be no bat dong in our, our comic books. There will be no dong, yes, correct. Bat or otherwise. Um now Bomb Shoes, thank you very much. In the last She-Hulk, the bad guy copyrighted the name She-Hulk, then sued her over it. Also, can I get whatever number seven hasn't been pressed in forever? That was the new She-Hulk? What the what that the, was? What wow, the fuck? folks! If you if you don't want to watch She Hulk, but you want to watch some bald idiot that you know suffers <laughs> through all this stuff, go check out E Tepakunian's Place to Be Reviews channel. Oh God, please do, please do. That man suffers for uh, for it all, and uh, goddamn, is he hilarious? Yes, and and comment on his video, bald idiot, to let him know that we <laughs> thank you. How would you? How do you guys think the audience would feel if this was the button they got? Do you think that'd be kind of disappointing? I feel like there's somebody, at the, there's a few people in the audience that may have either been drinking or smoking and or faded off a little bit and woke up to that and was like, oh shit, I dreamed that? How long was I asleep? <laughs> the show's looped. We've got, we're starting over again. Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host. There we go. Yeah. Uh, so a button that hasn't been pressed. Here you go. <laughs> 
happens to us in the future, Doc? It's your kids, Marty. Something's got to be done about your kids. What do you mean? Your daughter marries a black man. <laughs> I mean, I can see where that could be a problem. <laughs> Not for Marty. No, he's cool with it. Yeah. Because, you know, he's progressive and shit. It was 1985 after all, bro. That's true. It's a different time back then. Uh, Rob Brandt's great question. He says, fuck, Mary kill. Well, it's not really a question, but Link's Awakening, Ocarina of Time, Breath of the Wild. Oh. <sighs> I'm going to kill Link's Awakening because the ending is dumb. Wait, is that the one where he's... Yeah, that's the one where you're on the beach. Halo mm-hmm. Reach now. I'm going to fuck Majora's Mask because I personally love it, but I see the problems with the game. And I'm going to marry Breath of the Wild because that that game was special. Yeah, I could go with that as well. Um, I got some breaking news, guys. Oh. Hmm. Sony announces new Karate Kid movie. Oh, cool. Sony Pictures has announced the return of the original Karate Kid franchise to the big screen by dating a new Karate Kid movie for June 7th, 2024. While the franchise has lived on thanks to lived on thanks to netflix's cobra kai series which debuted its fifth season on the streaming platform the new karate kid project will be the franchise's first film offering since 2010 reboot starring jaden smith the 2024 karate kid movie does not yet have a synopsis from the studio or cast and crew attached other titles have been added to sony's release calendar okay never mind that doesn't matter but yeah so. so the question is, do they capitalize on the Cobra Kai stuff and make it a movie that's essentially Cobra Kai the movie, but it's called Karate Kid 4? Or do they try what they did with Jaden Smith and they remade the Karate Kid and they they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna, they're gonna they're gonna pull a Jaden Smith, dude. That's what they're okay. gonna do. So because they gave us the next Karate Kid with uh Hillary Wank, and it was like here we go, kids. You know that was there. You go, guys. If you want, if you want to get in the time machine to see what gender swapping looked like back in the far off year of like nineteen ninety what six, there you go. <laughs> it didn't work. People didn't care. Yeah, that one bombed hard, dude. I, I remember that coming. I remember that being like they kept it kept they kept putting it everywhere. And it killed Pat cared. Morita, probably. Oh, God, no, no. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I remember that being a huge thing, and like I remember, I think I remember watching on TV as well. And I was like, "This is not that good." This no, it really kind of sucks. It doesn't have anything compared to the original. The original one is epic in so many different ways. That one's just like I'm a girl. I'm doing karate. Mr. Miyagi saw me in my bra. <laughs> <laughs> this is the shit. I. Oh my god. I okay. Here's why I'm not going to be as down on this one. I think it's going to be more in line with Cobra Kai stuff. Look at Top Gun. Sony is a stupid company. They make yeah. bad decisions, but every once in a while, they know how to copy trends. So they know how to put, you know, or sometimes they even know how to start a trend with like bringing back Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield and creating a multiverse thing. Now DC is putting Morbius back in theaters. Yeah, it's morbid time. But with the Karate Kid. I think they're going to follow the Top Gun uh, formula where they look at Maverick. It's now one of the highest grossing, still one of the highest grossing films ever released domestically. It keeps kind of moving. And 
they want to cash in on 80s nostalgia. People can't figure out what it is with Top Gun. Is it 80s nostalgia? Is it that? Is it just that damn good? Is it this? Is it that? Tom Cruise is Sony's a dreamboat. That's all there is to it. It's just a dreamboat. <laughs> yeah, as much as he wants to, as much as he, you know, he he, he touts Zenu. Um, he, hey, look, in his defense, he's really toned down the Scientology stuff. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, if he starts talking about Xenu on a fucking interview, people are going to be like, what the fuck did you just say? Well, and, he learned in the early 2000s that was not a winning formula. Yeah, exactly. That would turn that would turn down the stock real quick. Um, but, he, I mean, you know, that's... Uh, he, the, the Mission Impossible movies have been great. Um, the next Top Gun... Next year. Yeah, I can't wait for it. I'm, it's going to be so good. They're always so much fun. They're always so much fun. Um, Top Gun Maverick was great. I wish I watched it more times in theaters and had the time to. Um, I I don't I honestly don't think Sony is that smart because they like once again with Morbius and then it took them a second try with Ghostbusters. Um, but they did get it right though. Yeah, they yeah they did on second try, and then even even with the spider the Spider Man thing, like the first two from the the the, the kid who was just like you know Iron Man Junior, and then they had to do this third one, which was. Which once again, they took them two tries to get to the third one to to be good. So I think they're gonna fuck this up and do a whole reboot to the franchise. So that's my okay. goal. Yeah. Okay. Here's what I'm thinking. They're a few years too late to the party because if you're gonna make a Karate Kid four, that should have been season one of Cobra Kai, where Johnny Lawrence down and out meets Miguel, raises him up, teaches him how to be the Karate Kid. And the nemesis happens to be his son, who is happen- who's working for the other guy at this point. That, there you go. That's Karate Kid Four. So it's like, what are you going to do? Like, do you are you going to make something different? You're going to go, okay, we're going to take the principles of the Karate Kid, but it's not going to be Cobra Kai. We're going to make something different. Or you're going to be like, okay, so let's see, what did they do? We could have, oh no, they've already done all that in Cobra Kai for four or five seasons. What could we do? Well, we can't see because that's where you're in. That's the problem you're in right now. Yeah. You could have done Karate Kid 4 when you made Cobra Kai Season 1. But mm-hmm. it's like, what can you do? Like, I don't know. It seems like they waited way too long, and now they're trying to capitalize on all the popularity well, of Cobra okay, Kai, okay, but there's okay. nothing they can do with it. All right, Kendo, what's the worst idea they could do? What's the worst idea they could yeah, do? What's the what's the dumbest worst idea, idea they could do? So you take the next Karate Kid, and you mix it with the Karate Kid reboot, and it's a situation where it's just like mud diversity the karate movie that's what they're gonna do Shit. they're gonna that's my call cobra kai that, that's my call that's my call right there that's what they're gonna do they're not they're not gonna go with cobra kai because it's netflix's thing or whatever i'm sure only I'm, I'm sure sony owns a part of it what uh, you know it's some things like that but i think they're going to reboot the whole franchise because they want it to be their own and their own thing they want to they don't want to pay netflix and have to deal with that bullshit they want it to be their own thing why don't they ever think these things are only popular to scale and they're only popular in certain versions? We can show you every day of the week how certain parts of Star Wars work and certain parts don't. <clears throat> certain parts of comic, any brand, no, no part of a brand is 100% uh, perfect. Okay. And the Karate Kid ain't going to work like that. Here's what I want. Here, here, Here's the winning formula for the Karate Kid 4. Okay. The All-Volley Tournament now has a men's division and a women's division because it's 2022, Title IX and shit. So (laughs) what happens is a dude who's just not good enough to compete with the rest of the dudes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Transes himself. He just takes hormone therapy. 
joins the women's division because he's stunning and brave and proceeds to beat the shit out of every girl to win the tournament. Oh my God. That's what's going to happen. That's exactly what's going to happen. There you go. There's Karate Kid 4. Sony, if you're listening, you're not. There's your Karate Kid 4. I don't even want anything for it. You don't have to give me writing credit. You don't got to give me nothing. Don't put your name on it at all. Nothing. Yeah, I don't want my name attached to it whatsoever. It's all yours. It's all your property. You know what? You yeah. Once again, like you make that joke, they're probably they're probably listening right now. It's like that's a good fucking idea. Somebody's Let's like, hey, remember over the summer when that guy that was a chick was beating all those girls in swimming because he was like six five? Let's make that, but with the karates. <laughs> oh god! They're, yeah, they're going they're going to reboot the franchise and fuck it up hard. I hope not. I want to be no. I, I want to like, be I wrong. No, no, and I I want to be wrong as well. I really do. I one hundred percent do. But this is Sony, and this is Hollywood, and they don't know. They still don't know. Still yeah. don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, believe me, I don't want them to take my movie whatsoever. But if they do, I'm just gonna be like, yeah, I kind of fucking figured you guys would be stealing stuff off the internet. Yeah, I mean, the, the, like, this is why they keep sticking to old IPs because they're they're afraid of trying anything new and putting any money into it. But yet they want to own. It's weird, like they, yeah, they, they don't want to they don't want to start new IPs because it takes too it takes so much effort and time. But they want to keep milking the old ones and own them to a point to where like they just keep milking them for over time. Like it's a weird it's a weird thing. Oh, they're Lucasfilm. Yeah, basically, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just it's just odd. It's like you could you could grab you could grab the new fucking you know book series make a movie out of that or something or make your own shit and just put some effort into it and make it fun once again look at john wick out of fucking nowhere and i think the first movie was like 40 million it may have been 40 million to make wasn't that high of a budget yeah it was yeah it was like it was like 40 million to make the first one and now everyone's like john wick they know who the fuck that is yeah they're like what if we take keanu reeves who everybody loves and essentially give them Liam Neeson powers and put them in a movie. Yeah, and then what's the worst the, could happen? Millions of dollars. <laughs> and then, and then the same people took Saul from Better Call Saul and made a movie called Nobody, and it was still uh, fuck. It's still amazing. Chris, uh, Christopher, yeah. yeah, Christopher Lloyd's in that, and he shoots Ru- Russians with a shotgun. Yeah, like dude, that movie. I okay, so going to that movie, I was like, ah. see, it's got Bob Odenkirk, who's a good actor, but can he pull this off? And we just we turned it on one day because she's like, "Oh, that's got Saul." And I'm like, "Yes, his name's Bob Odenkirk, but we can watch it." And I was just like, "Holy!" I immediately texted my dad after it was over. I was like, "Dude, there's this movie called Nobody that's got Saul in it, and it is really good." He just texts back, "Oh, I saw that already. It's good." <laughs> and you didn't tell me. You're the one who told me about John Wick, and I went out yeah, and dude. bought the first two because how good they were. Yeah, yeah, dude. Well, yeah, nobody's nobody's great. You, you're like Arsenio Hall in that episode of Chappelle's show. Why didn't anyone tell me how good that cheese and wine is? Yeah. <laughs> I was late to the party on John Wick and nobody. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. So, up next, we have one from TLJ Screwjob who says, didn't buy Breath of the Wild because it sounded like a Zelda voiceover's first time acting. No royal, immediately killed hype. You guys ever have first impressions kill like that? Yeah, the Wind Waker. Yeah. I don't like that game. <laughs> That's the Zelda game that I saw the first images and I went, oh, this is a Zelda game? This is the GameCube? Ew. Dude, same thing. it's the only Zelda game I ever bought that I didn't finish. So, yeah, dude, same thing. Same thing. Like, 
the first impressions I had of Link's Awakening on the Game Boy, I was kind of like, I'm like, oh, that's gross. Why would I want to play that, dude? Zelda 1 and to an extent, Zelda 2 are a lot of fun. I can't. No, that, that looks like crap. I can't play that. And then, yeah, when my buddy got the GameCube and Wind Waker, he's like, dude, you got to come over. I got the new Zelda game and I got a GameCube. Okay. Raced over to his. I wanted to see it because it was the first Zelda game that on console that was out since Majora's Mask. And it was like the weird cell shading anime looking stuff. And I'm just like, dude, what the fuck is this? You're like a kid on a boat and it looks all cartoony. This, I can't do this. But then when they came out with like the HD remake on Wii U, I played through that. It's actually a pretty fun game. It, if you can get over how it looked. When they did the HD, the HD remake of it helps a lot. All right. <laughs> it was the damn trying to find the Triforce with the map. That's what pissed me off. Yeah, because you got to. It's weird because it's like it's like the starter dungeons, like in the other games where you get like the, the, the medals and stuff like that. And then you get to go to the new world and find those dungeons and stuff. That one was above water. But then like the light beams told you where to go. And then you went underwater into the castle that was frozen in time and Noah's arced to you know get rid of the bad guys and it was just yeah the story of that one was weird I didn't really like the story on it although the Ganon fight's a lot of fun well I mean it looks that the Ganon fight does look cool where you stab him in the face at the end yeah honestly I would say no I wouldn't say go buy a Wii U because I like the console but I also know that it sucks if you can find one really cheap get it and just to play that game and see if you can play it all the way through because they do fix so like <clears throat> they 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 fix a few things so like um sailing across the ocean takes for fucking ever and you have to constantly change the wind that part gets annoying as shit but they do have a an item that you can get at the auction house where it's like a super fast sail that whenever you put it up Whatever direction you're steering the ship the wind automatically changes so you don't have to keep stopping and fucking conducting the wind because that gets old fast. Well, if it comes to the Switch, probably... Wait, that's already on the Switch. I want Twilight Princess on the Switch. Then I'll buy that. Yeah, because they did the remake on that one that was on Wii U. That was fun, too. Modalicious, thank you very much for your generous super chat. He says, I thought Ho Chi... Ho Chi Minh petitioned France for Vietnamese independence first before going elsewhere. I understand the war was Nam kicking colonial powers out, and they were unified as to how. Or ununified uh, as to how. So, what ha okay, so Ho Chi Minh was studying in France. Um, he petitioned Woodrow Wilson and Georges Clemenceau to talk to them to try to get uh, independence for uh, Vietnam. And they essentially said, go away, little Asian man. We don't have time for you. The white people are talking because Woodrow Wilson was racist. And then he went and studied in the Soviet Union and discovered communism and the glories that that would bring Vietnam. And the two countries were wanting independence, but South did not want to be communist. I'm, you know what? I'm just going to press the fucking button because I just learned right now together with the audience. It's a glorious day. Where is it at? Yes, this has been the History Hour with Kendo. Adam Wofford, thank you very much for your generous super chat. 
Mary Fuck Kill, 1980s fantasy animated movie, The Secret of Nim, Return of the King, American Tale. It has been so long since I've seen any of those movies. I've never seen Secret of Nim. I did in elementary school. We would watch The Rats of Nim. So I'm going to fuck that because I remember that being fun. I'm going to marry American Tale because as a kid, I remember really liking that movie. And I had a Fievel stuffed figure or something. And I think I still do somewhere. And I'm going to kill Return of the King because I don't know which one that is. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, I I, I know I know one out of the three. I don't know what Return of the King is. Uh, I, I know it's I know five rings. Oh, is that what it? Okay. Um, I'll kill I'll kill Lord of the Rings. I'm just not a fan. I don't care for it. I guess I'll marry um, Fievel and fuck the other one. Yeah, that'll that, that's what I got. Yeah, I'd have to watch American Tale as an adult because I the last time I saw it, I was probably like eight. So we're talking like thirty years ago. I remember liking it as a kid. Yeah, I liked it enough. Um, Because this is a multi-parter. Fuck American Tale, Mary, Secret of Nim, Kill Return of the King. And then it's um, Forbidden Planet, 2001, A Space Odyssey, and War of the Worlds. Are we talking about War of the Worlds, uh, the the latest version? I'm going to go with Dealer's Choice. Okay, so I'm going to kill... 2001 A Space Odyssey. I know it's this big thing, but that movie's fucking weird and takes a it's it's a slog to get through that movie. I'm gonna marry I'm gonna fuck Forbidden Planet. I'm gonna marry World or War of the Worlds because Tom Cruise. Here's the thing. I like the 60s one better just because it was really hokey and fun. So I'm going to marry that one. Because I remember watching that as a kid, it was fucking great. I loved it. Um probably going to fuck forbidden planet and then kill 2001 because i agree with you kendo it is it is a wonderful movie it's visually stunning but it is slow as like i fast forward through that movie when I, the first time i watched it and it was just like ships moving like slightly faster through space i was oh. like thank god i did that because it was just that for so long i was like fuck dude in high school so i had seen 2010 or whatever it was before oh, 20, i ever dude, saw yeah 20 yeah 2010 is awesome yeah, I saw that before I ever saw 2000. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, dude. Roy Scheider's in it. <laughs> yeah. I saw that before I ever saw 2001. So I'm like, oh, man, that was a lot of fun. That was kind of cool. And then my buddy's like, yeah, that's, that's the sequel. To, or his dad was like, it's a sequel to 2001 A Space Odyssey. It was like this big deal film back in the day. So we went up to the video store, rented it, went back to his house to watch it. And we were just sitting there like watching like an hour. I thought it was like two hours in this movie. It was like 40 minutes. So yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this movie sucks. Because I remember all the parodies, like Simpsons parodied, like the Hal, like, sorry, I can't do that. And it's like all that other stuff. So I got all the parodies. I knew, I knew. So I like, I went into it thinking, this is going to be awesome because this is like a big deal movie. And it was just like the first time I saw Eyes Wide Shut, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Kubrick, mm-hmm. okay, you gave us Full Metal Jacket. And then what happened? <laughs> wait i wait also also the shining also the shining that's true he gave us that too yeah. but what happened kubrick i want to know you're dead you can't tell me but what happened yeah man I, yeah I'm, I'm with you i watched I, I, 2010 would pop up a lot on tv and i fucking love that movie because it's oh no it's it's helen mirren's helen mirren's russian in that movie holy shit she's in that movie too 
God, the other watch it. Yeah, yeah, the, the young, young eighties Helen Mirren, you know. So yeah, she's she's fit. Oh, he's not interested sure. anymore. She's too she's too young. I'm her. not Dion. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she was she, yeah she was a Russian team that went in there. 2010 is actually like a really fun movie. I remember watching it. They didn't like use giant balloons to like space break into the atmosphere it was John Lithgow is in that movie it I'm sold I want to watch 2010 again oh he's in he's in fuck it dude now I'm with you I'm with you I'm with you Shiner and Lithgow uh yeah that's so here's the here's the drunk watch party we watched 2010 the spit you know the year we make contact then when we're nice and toasted and ready to go then we watch 2001 a space odyssey and we make it a contest of who can live through the whole movie oh god Oh, well, it'll be easier than mother. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, probably. That's true. I'll give you. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Now, to answer Adam Walford's other fuck Mary kill, I will kill two thousand one. I will fuck Forbidden Planet and marry War of the Worlds. Um, up next, we have Xavier to God, who says, um. Wow, there we go. What's something you like and hate about each live-action Spider-Man movie? Also, what negative did Toby movies have, if any? Well, I like... There's too many things to say what I like about each. I'll give you a specific. I enjoy the... My favorite scene in the first movie is at the end when he's talking to the Green Goblin. And he's like, I have a father. His name was Ben Parker. I thought that was a cool scene. Probably the one that's... That whole end scene from the minute the Green Goblin throws him into that warehouse till the end of the movie is my favorite of the first one. Second one, the train fight, hands down. But no, yeah, the whole part from the minute he steals the suit back till um, he goes to Harry. That's my favorite superhero moment ever on live action film. And then three, uh, the, either the time he saves Gwen Stacy or the time he fights the Sandman. And then things I dislike about each movie. I think the first movie, the Macy Gray shit's a little dated and boring. Uh, the overacting in part two with the women in the law firm. And then the third one has got a lot of problems, especially Mary Jane. I hate the moments where like Peter and Mary Jane keep missing each other emotionally. And it's just more drama and tension for the sake of being stupid and fuck it. Um, now TLJ Screwjob says, or, and you know, I think those are all ways to answer your question, Xavier to God about negatives and positives. TLJ Screwjob says, Christian Van Dyck, I see Tom Cruise as a vampire and raise you the interview with a vampire too with Nicolas Cage with him as his character from I'm a vampire. I would watch that. Oh, dude, I'd totally watch that. There's like a TV show version of that coming out. I have no interest. I'd rather see this Nicolas Cage version we we're talking about. Oh, yeah, about. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, there's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's an interview with a vampire TV show. Of course, everything goes to a fucking TV show. Um, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. <clears throat> Um, Bomb Shoes, thank you very much. He says, as bad as Wind Waker looks, it totally has the best story. Ganon realizes he keeps being reincarnated and tries to break the cycle by flooding Hyrule before the hero is born. Yeah, like I said, it's a good story. Like, visually, it's extremely jarring if you go from the, the, the games we had. Because you go from, like, 2D Zelda to whatever the fuck Zelda 2 is supposed to be to uh, Link to the Past. And then you get... Uh, Ocarina of Time and then you get the Majora's Mask so there's this progression and all of a sudden that progression just stops and we go to the weird cell shaded stuff and it's just like 
yo, the fuck, bro. Yeah. And that put a lot of people off because it looked way too kiddie. And it's like, even if when you're playing as, you know, Kid Link, there, you know, still a lot of serious shit going on. So it, it was just extremely jarring. And a lot of people never got to experience the story because of how, vi- like I said, I didn't experience the story for, fuck, 10 years until it came out on HD with the Zelda exclusive Wii U that I had to have. Now, Bomb Shoes, there's a reason why I've watched the most YouTube videos on Wind Waker. I do find the story interesting. I'm gonna not going to act like it's not. It's just, I'm, I, you know, it burned me out. That early review of it, or sorry, the early reveal turned me off, and I expected something else. But uh, thank you very much. Goku McDuck says, today is Independence Day in Mexico, September 16th. Now, I was told that was Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, me too. Now, remember, folks, you can go out and celebrate, uh, what is it, Hispanic Heritage Month by getting a DC comic book about tacos. And that's not us trying to be funny. That's (laughs) actually what they do to celebrate. Oh, my God. See, say, Broadway. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, that's uh, the, the, that's so much they care about diversity. They made a fucking comic book about tacos. Um, Cosmic Vader, Twilight Princess is one of my favorite Zeldas. I just don't really have much to say about it. It's so good. Yeah, it is really good. I really love the fuck out of that one. To the point where, um, on if you can get me in the right mi- mindset, I might call it my favorite one. So, up next, we have one from our friend... Goku McDuck, thank you. Modalicious says, I need a legit reason to hate France. It was De Gaulle. I mean, there's a ton of reasons to hate France. The fact that, you know, okay, how about this? The Maginot line, we're going to build a defense against Germany to keep them from ever doing what they just did. However, we're going to stop at the border of other countries, and the guns are only going to face forward. And they just flew over it, went around it. Oh, who could have seen that happening? Uh, They did it to you in the First World War, and you didn't make the adjustment, and that's what they did to you in the Second World War. There's a good reason to hate them. Or you can blame Clemenceau for the Treaty of Versailles and being a vindictive prick to allow Hitler to become what he became. So there's that. Or if you want another reason to hate France, they demanded Germany pay them their, 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 their reparations, their war debt from World War I. Germany didn't have the money. So we gave Germany the money to pay Britain and France, who then in turn used that money to pay us back for what we lent them and what they owed us for World War I. So essentially we paid ourselves because of France. There you go. Oh. Well, Kendo, that was another one. You deserve this too. People can't say they listen to the show and never learn anything. That's true. You know what you're doing? If you keep teaching stuff on the show, we can become 5013C exempt and become a nonprofit. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I'm definitely not a profit. I cannot see the future for shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If you get if you get if, if you get drunk enough, maybe. Maybe. All right. We'll stare into the ether and see what happens. There you go. The life of Kendo. Yeah, it'll be another night staring into the shit abyss. 
<laughs> Adam Walford, for clarification, said it was the War of the Worlds from the 1956 version. Love, love that version. Love that version. It's that so, was a lot of fun too. That version is so crazy. I remember, I remember the aliens in that version. Just like I remember, the, I remember they were in the house and just kind of like goes by behind them, and it's like it's just this thing that goes by, and then you see it. It's like this tricolored eye, two like stringy little fucking hands, like. That alien was so weird looking, man. It was fucking great. And the ships are great. Oh, man. TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. Fuck, Mary kill commentary teams. Gorilla Monsoon, Jerry... Gorilla Monsoon, uh, Jesse Ventura, Jerry the King Lawler, and JR Jim Ross, or Kenny Blankenship and Vic Romano. Oh, this one just got easy. You marry <laughs> Kenny Blankenship and Vic Romano, you fuck JR and Lawler, and you kill Monsoon and Ventura. The only way to make that one difficult... Is making Von uh, Monsoon and Heenan. Then yeah. you have a little bit of a tougher time. But oh yeah, you'd marry Kenny and Vic all day. Yeah. They taught me everything I need to know about hot Carls and Baba Ganoush. Thank you, boys. Nick. Yes. All right. Thank you. <laughs> John Thomas. Some other YouTubers said Captain America and Iron Man were second tier Marvel. Now, I'm a 70s, 80s kid, and Cap was as big as I remember and my favorite Marvel character. Also, there was a comic hero dressed like a knight, cape symbol, and, and the symbol was an Egyptian onk. You spelled onk incorrectly, but yes, I know what you're talking about. Well, <laughs> Kendo, Coach, or Professor Kendo, you can give a report card at the end of the episode. Okay. Um, now, John Thomas, this comment has been made a lot, and I've made it myself. About Captain America and Iron Man being second-tier Marvel. In the 90s and 2000s, they were second-tier Marvel. You said right here, I'm a 70s, 80s kid, and Cap was as big as I remember. Well, I was born in 88. Captain America never felt like a... I didn't really know what a B-list character was. He never felt like a B-list character. He just felt like a Marvel character that was there sometimes. Some of these characters felt like they were there sometimes, but that didn't make their status seem in question. It just, they weren't around in the conversation. And so what happened in 92 is the X, okay, well, 1990, when X-Men number one blew up, the Jim Lee book, that changed the conversation. When growing up in the 90s, you would have it to where it wasn't what's the biggest, you know, the five biggest superheroes. If you did it that way, you'd have to say, except for encounter, or including the X-Men, because you would start to list every X-Men character before you'd start to list, you know, fuck, there's a point in time where Cable and Bishop were bigger deals than Captain America. And that's what we're talking about. That's that window of time where Captain America had that shitty movie in 1990 that really didn't do anything, and he was relegated to... Captain America and the Avengers video game. He was, wasn't even part of the Avengers cartoon. He just really wasn't around. And so that's why the perception was what it was. Cause he just wasn't there. It was Spider-Man and the X-Men and the Hulk. Those were the biggest characters in the nineties. DC had Batman and Superman, but you didn't see a ton of their characters on TV before you got to justice league unlimited. So that's where a lot of that comes from. Um, uh, what do you guys, do you have anything to add to that? Or do you agree with my assessment? Uh, yes, Jeff, um, you were correct on that one. That that was impressive. And uh, Thank you, Dion. Go, uh, um, yes. Free AO. Yeah, free AO, uh, big booty white bitches. <laughs> yeah, they're great. I'm not going to deny that one. Goku McDuck, thank you very much. He says, nah, the 5th of May is not that big of a holiday here. 
Yes, we know that. We're making fun of them. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we get it. Dude. We're making fun of the woo girls. Yep. The white girl wasted girls? Yeah, the woo's big up in bio. I love guacamole. Those types. <laughs> oh, Karen's in the making. Yes. Yep. That's exactly what they are. <laughs> yep. The ones that they go to the Mexican restaurant and they're like, oh, see, si, see, si, um, me gusta tacos gracias. Like, oh God, God those fucking people! Like, oh no, shut shit! Up. It's like, yo, they speak English, okay? Oh man, those I've I've I remember going to Mexico with some friends, and that and that happened. I was just like, oh my God, this is real. This is this is this is it's happening. Oh, yeah. It's happening yeah, right dude, now, dude. That meme of Stephanie Stephanie McMahon like smiling awkwardly, and it says white girls when they say gracias at the Mexican restaurant is a true yes. fucking thing. No, it is. Because it is. They always want to do that. They're like. Gracias, and it's like that's not how you say that. Just stop, please. They're gonna spit in our burrito. <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be some different special sauce in there. Yeah, you literally are about to eat like six dudes. Okay, <laughs> the whole kitchen. Oh, jeez, that's not queso, honey. <laughs> I think I'm gonna puke. <laughs> Let's move oh, on. My God. Our friend Bombshoe says, you can't blame the French military for losing World War II when they had over 50 prime ministers in like 30 years. Oh, I can and I will, okay? So, again, the Maginot line, great job, but here's the problem. In order to potentially deal with a possible German threat in the future, because we don't want to have that happen again, they built that up, spent all their money on that, and then never bothered to, like, you know, re-equip the rest of the army. They didn't get better arms. They didn't get better tanks. They didn't get better airplanes. They didn't get better anything because they thought if the Germans try it again, we'll have the Maginot line and we'll be able to stop them and we'll be able to slow them down like we did in World War One. And the Germans were like, yo, we're just going to go around that shit. So and then after France fell, half of them joined the fucking Germans. OK, the Vichy French. Look it up. So fuck them. There you go. Hey, that other dude. There's another reason to hate the French. They they slept with the enemy. Literally. TLJ screwed job. LOL. Karen's in the making. Sounds like a Richard Tanner horror movie waiting to happen. Dude, wait, no, actually give him ideas. Nick, <laughs> take it, take take it to Rich. All right, I'm I'm assuming tomorrow anyway, so yeah, I'll I'll take it to him. We should make Karen's the animated series. There's money. Karen's the animated series. Dude, that would work. Dude, that could be the next comic book idea. Karen's and then make it like blood dripping font. And it's about how everybody just wants to like rip their own eyeballs out whenever a Karen starts talking. Maybe we'll do one in the future. Maybe we'll put out one magazine-sized book, kind of like a mad or a heavy metal, like an anthology, just full of these random ideas we've had on the show. Yeah. Call it like a WCBS Presents. Yeah. Just, you know, the best of the best ideas. There we go. It's like a a a tome, an anthology. I like it. I'm in. There we are. So, guys. Uh, Watchman of Yaw sends in another super chat. Thank you, Watchman of Yaw. I think we need more of the more you know moments from our dear old Professor Kendo. Well, folks, you can <laughs> dictate them by asking Kendo history questions or making statements about history, and Kendo that are will wrong. comment on them. So, like, FDR got us out of the Depression. No, he didn't. World War II did. Wait, people didn't think World War II got us out of the Depression? Uh, no, because a lot of people think FDR's policies got us out of it. Okay. In the last 25 years or so, people have been, co- okay. So like 
presidential, like looking back on the past, like with the rose colored glasses and stuff changes each generational thing. And certain presidents don't live up to what they were when we were younger type situation. Like old Woodrow Wilson there, the scourge of the 20th century piece of shit. He used to be considered one of the greatest presidents of all time, but now he's starting to fall down the list. Lincoln and Washington, though, they they always still rank it real high because, well, they were fucking great. Well, Lincoln was a bit of a dictator, but that, you know, apples and oranges type situation there. Hmm. Well, hold on. It deserves a button. Thank you. <laughs> Make sure you remember that one because you're going to be pressing that a lot from now on. Yeah. At this point, I should just start charging because it's like, dude, I do this at work. Now I got to come home and do it again. <laughs> 50 bucks an hour. <laughs> that's that's it. We all learned the price. Yes, Alexander. Andy sold us out to the Ruskies. <laughs> Um. All right. So our friend TLJ screwed up. Thank you very much. He says, "Sounds like Kenda would take William Harrison over Woodrow Wilson." Harrison got pneumonia at his inauguration and died after three weeks. Yes. For your information, Nick and Jeff. That is true. But you know what? That should qualify him as one of the best presidents we ever had because the country was just in as good a shape as it was when he left it when he found it. <laughs> we can't say that for every president we've ever had because a lot of them have left it in worse shape oh my than when God, they found that's funny. it. That's funny. <laughs> There's people that are like audio only or like, what the fuck keeps happening? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're like, what the hell's going on right now? That's like, that's why this show is best seen live every Thursday at 830 PM Eastern standard time when we actually do go live. But Friday was another fun and enjoyable night. I mean, I'm more enriched culturally than I was before the show started. And so everyone else has become better by listening to the show. So folks tell everyone that WCBS makes you a better person. Kendo is a prostitute for knowledge, says Clone Geek. I'm not sure how to take that, but okay. <laughs> Nor do I. Like, wait, am I selling myself for knowledge, or do you have to buy me to get the knowledge? Wait, I, you know, that's, I'm, I'm... that's a new T-shirt. Kendo slice, knowledge prostitute. Yeah, I'll take <laughs> it. You know, that's fine. Just, I'll give I'll give you the best like nonchalant me not noticing the cameras there picture for you to to put on there. Too. Just like a picture of me, like, huh? There we go. You know, like the picture, like a picture of me, like when I get Whataburger and I just got that look on my face, like, whoa, here we go. <laughs> TLJ Screwjob says, okay, Kendo, 46 or Wilson? Okay, so um, current politics, no, because in order to really judge a president's impact, you got to wait a while. You can you can go with the heat of the moment feelings about what's going on, but you got to give it a while to see like the impacts of everything that they've done in office 20 years down the line type things like we're just now getting to the point where we can actually see like what Bush and Clinton did in office and like the knock on effects that have happened because of that. So I can't really just I honestly can't really judge any president over the last like maybe start to get into you know the first bush because he was super popular after 9-11 and then he kind of went sideways with the wars in afghanistan and iraq like at first we knew why we were there and there was a good reason 
but then after that, then it was just kind of like, wait, so we're occupying nation building now? That's okay. That seems a little odd. But yeah, can't really judge his his overall body of work when it's yeah. still going on. Yeah, I can I'll... judge Wilson's though, and I will. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're in the country, and I forget how many of the of the hijackers were were from Saudi Arabia. Is that the type of stuff they do in Arabia Authority? <laughs> no, I'm saying the, uh, the 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 hijackers were from Saudi Arabia. Oh, a lot of them. Yeah, quite a lot of them. But I, yeah, so I I don't know, like I don't know why we were in Iraq. Well, okay. <laughs> I mean, I do know, I do know, but you know what I mean. I mean, if you want, I can get into exactly how no, we ended up no, in Iraq. No, 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 no. I no, let's not do that. <laughs> I'd rather not rehash that war. Yeah, let's no. not do that. So, guys, is there anything else you'd like to say before we put this baby to bed? Fuck Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> well, free have, we, have we discussed everything we needed to? Have we have we missed any missed any subjects or whatever? Uh, I think we've hit everything. Uh, right. So you're saying we should hit it and quit it? I Unless think... you'd rather stay and play. I mean, kid and play is actually two separate people. <laughs> True, they are. Um, both named Christopher. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, neither of them made kid or play, actually. But, uh, folks, um, <laughs> more BJs in the Oval Office says Mill and Hus. I mean, that would help. Time. <laughs> Kendo, what you can do is you can give us these fun Ooh. history lessons uh, in November when everybody is so... Uh, charged up we can just tell them you know this is what happened on this date in 1804 blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds good sounds good yeah i mean i'm more than willing to drink scotch and talk about history oh there is something we did forget to mention the little mermaid trailer oh god <laughs> you're seeing a ton of people outraged about the skin color of the little mermaid right yeah yes. yeah what do you guys think why i Dude, I'm I'm so far removed from Disney right now. I could give a shit less. In all honesty, I just don't care. I I, I, I understand. Feel. Well, I mean, okay. To be okay, it's low hanging. It's 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 really it's really shitty for them to do that because they're like saying, hey, you know, here, you know, hey, here, hey, here's here's diversity. We're we're changing the skin color, but that's really dumb because for ever since like nine, ever since eighty, I think eighty eight or eighty nine when the movie came out, she's been white, and all of a sudden you're just like, oh, we're gonna make her black now. That seems really shitty and lazy from Hollywood. That's stupid. That's stupid. And that's dumb. Um, what they should do is make their own, make their own character, and then make her black and make it a whole, whole different thing. Well, this is Hollywood. This is Disney. They're not going to do that. And then you know they do that. And, and and honestly, anybody who thinks it's stunning and brave is a fucking moron. So I've got two schools of thought on the matter. Um, the first one being that as as a man that is staring down the barrel of thirty in a couple months. Um, <laughs> I really don't care because it's a little mermaid. It's not something that ever like mattered in my life. The other part wants to make a joke about black people and swimming. So <laughs> I was I was gonna do that, but I'm like, no. no. Yeah, let me do it. I'll take the heat. Okay, I'm already okay. gonna get it. So there's that. But I mean, I see that it's like okay, but I personally think that if we're gonna do it this way, if you have to race swap for the sake of doing it. It has to be fair. They always talk about equity, Jeff, Nick. Equity, equity. 
the equitable thing to do is make Black Panther 2 a white guy. That's only fair. Listen, 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 listen. It can't be just a one-way street all the time. Listen, make Black Panther 2 Elon Musk, okay? That's what I say. I'd watch that. I'm just, he's African. Yeah, he's from Africa. He's African. That would work. Yeah. There's your, there's your box checked, so. Yeah. It wouldn't be the first. And he's autistic, so there you go. You got that to go on, too. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Oh, guys, hold on. We just had a super, 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 super chat, so uh, we got to press the button. Uh, shit, where is it at? Here it is. Here you know, they say all men are created equal, but you look at me and you look at small Joe, and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally if you go one-on-one with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. So you got a 25% at best at beating me. And then you add Kurt Angle to the mix, your chances of winning drastically go down. See, the three-way at sacrifice, you got a 33 and a third chance of winning. But I, I got a 66 and two-thirds chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me, and he's not even going to try. So, Samoa Joe, you take your 33 and a third chance, Minus my 25% chance, and you got an eight and a third chance of winning at sacrifice. But then you take my 75% chance of winning, if we used to go one-on-one, and then add 66 and two-thirds percents, I got 141 and two-thirds chance of winning at sacrifice. See, Joe, the numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you at sacrifice. Yeah. And the Germans went around. And still took him over. So, Bombshu says every other leader defunded or refunded the military, and the marginal line was a requirement because of all the iron was on the border with Germany and needed protection. Nobody, including the Germans, expected the Blitzkrieg from the Ghost Squadron. Okay, so yes, the all right. So here's the problem: the Schlieffen, Schlieffen, eh, the Kraut plan for the Germans and and the First World War was to essentially go around the border of France go through and just plunge straight through to Paris. That was the plan they had in the first world war. France said, well, if they do it, they're going to come through here and they're going to do that again. We got to protect everything like Alsace and Lorraine. So we're going to build the Maginot line and that's going to magically protect us from all these evil Germans. So what the Germans do, they said, "Hmm, they've got this huge fortification there. Let's go around like we did in World War One and go through Belgium and shit, and we'll just make a straight, direct fucking line to Paris. And they pretty much did. Because the French put everything into one defense stand, and the Germans just said, fuck it, we're going to go around it and over it. And they blitzkrieged shit out of them. And they took Paris in like six weeks. Well. And then the French slept with the enemy, because that's what they do. <laughs> well, Nick, I don't know about you, but this applies to me. I love it. I love it. Please do that every fucking time. I have no problem with that. I really don't. See, Kendo, you make me feel like I didn't pay attention in high school, and I was you a didn't. good student, but I don't well, know okay. what the fuck you're talking about. So, that's because they don't really get into that stuff. Usually in the American system, when you learn about World War One and World War Two, it's, well, in World War One, you know, we showed up and we beat the shit out of the Hun. And it's like, okay, while accurate, we were kind of like the... It was like down to like the two yard line and we were the big fat fullback that just plunged the ball into the end zone. We showed up towards the end because it wasn't our war. It was a bunch of European powers 
just slapping each other in the face and acting like a bunch of bitches. We're like, we ain't getting involved in that shit. Although secretly that motherfucking Woodrow Wilson wanted us in the entire fucking time. And if Teddy Roosevelt had gotten elected president, we'd have gotten into that shit sooner, fixed the problem, and we wouldn't have these problems that we have today. But no, Woodrow Wilson was a cunt. Anyway, so <laughs> I don't remember where I was going with that. Oh, and then World War II, yeah, the, the, nothing happened until the Japanese bombed us, and then we went and fought them and the Germans, too, at a time. Well, that's how they teach it here. It's different, though. Okay. You don't get you don't get the really good details. You just get the the highlight film of America kicking ass in World War. II. I mean, we are back to back World War champions, and we should sing that loud and proud because I mean, fuck, we're undefeated. Germany can't say that. That's true. At least in World Wars, I mean, we've lost other stuff. Not our fault. Hey, man. At least, at least, at least we didn't lose a war to to a bunch of birds. You know, that's important. That's true. John Thomas asked, by the way, Bombshoes, thank you very much for that mega, mega, mega super. Yes, chat. thank you. That's why you got the super button for it. Uh, John Thomas, thank you very much. Germany gets disproportionate blame for World War I when Austria was so inept to defeat Serbia and Brits and French encouraged Russia. <sighs> okay, so my senior paper I wrote was about the coverage of the assassination of Archduke Francis Ferdinand, the guy, not the Scottish band. And... Hmm. <sighs> yes, Austro-Hungarian Empire was very bullish towards Serbians and the Balkan states and things like that. And when the first assassination attempt had happened on the Archduke and stuff during that day, they should have called everything off. But they continued to march forward about everything. And then he ended up getting shot because the guy made a wrong fucking turn. Oh, how, you know, fates happen to do things. Guy makes a wrong turn. Archduke gets, you know, blah, blah, and we got World War One on our hands. I don't know where the English come into play. I mean, where was that again? Because I don't think they, the English didn't fight. Okay. Yeah, it was a bit, essentially a bunch of alliances. So Austro-Hungarian Empire declared war on the Serbians. So then the Russians had to declare war on the Austro-Hungarian Empire, which made the Germans have to declare war on everybody, uh, on those guys which then made France and Britain have to declare war on the Germans. And that's how we got to the, it was essentially a bunch of like uh, those uh, mutual protection packs. Like, Hey Jeff, if somebody starts shit with me, you guys start shit with them too. And then Nick starts shit with me. And you're like, I didn't want to fucking fight Nick, but God damn it. I got this packed. <laughs> and then yes, Germany was blamed for everything. And that's what caused world war two to happen because you had this entire generation of Germans feeling to made, be made miserable, living in oppressed times, horrible economic states, and being told that they were responsible. They were the sole reason why everything was so bad in Europe. And then this guy comes along that tells everybody, hey, you're Germans. You're great people. And we're going to show the world we're great. I just need you to follow me. And that's how we got World War II. Well, hold on, because that gets this. I'll update somebody, it next. Somebody listening to this is going to be so pissed off. Like, God damn it, not again. <laughs> I'm going to get it updated for uh, a Professor Kendo button. It'll be, we'll do it upright. Well, you know, in a couple of years when I get my PhD, I'll upgrade my name from Coach Kendo to Professor Kendo. There you go. Yeah. Dr. Kendo, Dr. Kendo. Oh, 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 Dr. Kendo. Doctor, doctor. 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 <laughs> Dion. Uh, TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. Haven't seen any LA Mouse movies, not starting now. 
men don't. Yeah, man. I don't blame you. I quit a while ago and um, it, I've, I've never felt better in my life. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a few pounds down now. I can run better. Like, it's just weird how just not watching those movies like makes you just feel so much better about everything. Come out you west of the elevation and see how well you run. <laughs> I thought I thought that elevation shit was. I was like, oh come on, just because you're high up doesn't mean yeah. No, it does. Oh, I'm, I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. I spent two months thinking, God, I'm really fat and out of shape. I can't believe it's. Just, I'm walking up one set of stairs is killing me. No, it's the elevation. Watchman of y'all, thank you very much. With Hollywood being what it is, is they won't have her chasing a man that isn't a strong, independent woman. So there goes the OG story. New story coming. It's true. She don't need no man. What if she's chasing another chick, though? It's progressive. (laughs) Yeah. That would fit the message. I'm also not going to complain about a story where uh, uh, a fish woman chases after another fish woman. It's just... Weird I'm like kind of like you, Kendo. The Little Mermaid wasn't a thing I grew up watching and liking. It was a girls' movie that I was like, "Oh, the Little Mermaid," eh. and yeah, then it, didn't it care. Was, so. Yeah, it was one of those things that my sister watched on the other side of the uh, of the <clears throat> downstairs living room while I sat on the other end and played Nintendo. I'm aware of the Disney movies, but I didn't really watch them. There's a couple that I watched as a kid that I liked. Little Mermaid was not one of them. Although the Little Mermaid Nintendo game was a lot of fun. It was. It was so weird. It was so strange. Wasn't as good as DuckTales, bro. Oh, DuckTales was so much fun. Oh no, DuckTales was incredible. So much fun. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I just I just don't I just don't care. But I mean I mean what this is this is what they want to do. This is what this is what Disney's been doing. And even then we knew about this when they when they cast her like last year or whenever the hell this went down. Like we knew about this back then. So I do love that Melissa McCarthy is Ursula. Well, I think this is one of those things where it's like this movie is cast and reported on to try to like get people to get outraged on the internet. Yeah, it's, no, that's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. And at the same time, I do have to ask the people that are getting outraged, why the fuck do you care? You don't care about yeah. the mermaid. You're looking for easy clicks and views because it fits in with what you do. Like, let's not get let's not treat this the same way as other shit. It's stupid. But it's not the same thing. It's dumb. Yeah. Well, I I do I, I do love how the, how they made how they how they made the fat white woman the 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 enemy. That's hilarious. Aren't they always? <laughs> I'm glad you said it. and I didn't. Um. No. You're welcome. Yeah. You thought I don't know, man. Yeah. I John d- Thomas. Yeah. I just, yeah. Thank you. He says also without Wilson violation of the U.S. neutrality, there's no Mexican telegram. Well, can't do. Can't do anybody. I we'll can't come back to that one. I can't answer this question. I don't know enough. I've never been to Mexico. <laughs> Till just screwed up. Thank you very much. He says literally in an article, Snow White race swap actress and Little Mermaid race swap actress quote movies won't be about chasing men. Then- cool. That's fine. I'm not gonna watch either of them. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna sell me on your progressivism. You're also not gonna sell me on your bullshit story. I'm a man. I don't want to watch Snow White. I don't want to watch The Little Mermaid. I'm not five years old anymore. I wasn't enthralled with these fucking. Look, I'm a creator. I make my own shit. I like my own kind of stories. If you had asked me to sit down and write books about stuff I want, which I do, I'm not telling fantasy stories about uh, Snow White and The Little Mermaid. I'm writing shit about. Fuck, we got a book called Tits and Art coming out. What do you expect me to write? <laughs> you think I'm really going to be worried about Little Mermaid and Snow White? No, no, Jeff, no, no, no. Jeff, no. Jeff you, need to write, you need to write a story about black elves, okay? That's what you need to do. Blelves. That's true. Blelves. Yeah, Blelves. Just call the story Blelves. 
It's like BAPS, but different. Oh, God. Oh, hey, man. Kendo, now that you're back, um, yeah, John Thomas said, without Wilson's violation of the U.S. neutrality, there's no Mexican telegram. Oh, okay. So he's talking about the Zimmerman telegram. Um, maybe. Look, all I know is this. Wilson, the world would have been better off if he ended up as a brown stain on the mattress. That's all I'm going to say. Or if maybe Teddy Roosevelt would have just not been a total prick about things in the election of 1912. Which, by the way, there's this really fun game you can play on the internet called the Campaign Trail Game, where you can take over various different you know campaigns in history and run as that candidate and try to do better. Um, I had a devil of the time trying to win with President Gerald Ford to beat Jimmy Carter. That's a hard one to do. But I did have a lot of fun uh, using um, Stephen Douglas to keep Abraham Lincoln from winning, which would have just caused immense problems for the country in 1860. <laughs> so try that out, folks, if you're, if you're interested. like I was able to win the 2020 election as Donald Trump by just not being crazy. <laughs> Wonder. Uh. Thank you very much. He says, I'm sorry I'm late, guys. I was watching the Narnia movies. Well, if you're having a good time, that's yeah, what man. matters, man. Now hang out with us. Uh, we're going to be here for a few more minutes. Watchman of Yas says, thank you, Professor Kendo. The more you know. Well, you got me to say the words, so. Oh, man. Wander says, the Wokies got another redhead, everybody. That's true. They always are going after the redheads. Or redheads. Yeah. Yeah, it's really weird how that's a thing, because I, I thought it was just kind of like, ah, oh, you guys are crazy. Then, then I looked at it, I was like, oh, no, you're not. It's really, it's a really a thing. That's fucking weird. Um, yeah. It's, They're like you with a higher success rate. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I mean, you're not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> Hey, I saw an opportunity and I took it. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, uh, TLJ Screwjob says, aka U.S. Eiffel Tower G and J in World War II somehow. Um, I'm not sure. Is he saying that we Eiffel Tower Germany and Japan in World War II? I think so. Yes, that's what they would like you to believe is that we single-handedly fought off both of those at the same time. But yeah, we did have help from the British in World War II. No, I fought. No, I the fought, Soviets I helped well, a lot. Eiffel Towering requires two two people. Do you know what Eiffel Towering is, Kendo? I'm well, assuming it's something that the French perverts do. <laughs> it's a devil's threesome, is basically what. It yes, is. I know what an Eiffel Tower is. <laughs> God damn. I've seen Urban Dictionary. I, I laugh at Tony Danza. <laughs> that was that was not the time to do that, but I understood what you did. No, oh, I just learned. I learned a lot. That's <laughs> like taking notes. Wait, that's what that means? <laughs> damn. I gotta call a friend. <laughs> Dude, there we go. There's a sketch threesome phone a friend things so it's like who wants to be a millionaire it's like who wants to be in a threesome and you can do the phone a friend thing hey dude you want me to you want to spit roast this chick with me yeah i'll be right over <laughs> write this down kendo 
pull the audience, like which audience member should get to go out there and you actually pull the person that's there. There you go. <laughs> we got to dig up Regis Philbin. That'd be one hell of a show. Watchman of Yas says, Professor Who was the greatest... Sorry. Professor, who was the general who said nuts to the Germans? General Anthony McAuliffe. And he also asks for the top gun button, please. So I didn't know that was the general. And now this is for Kendo. Yeah, actually, if you... uh... If you ever watch Band of Brothers, there's an episode about when they get stuck in Bastogne. Um, the Germans essentially had the pair, the 101st uh, surrounded, and they sent a message to them asking them to surrender, and the general just wrote back, nuts. And that was the response he sent to the German high command about their response and asking them to surrender and not face annihilation. Spoiler alert, we won. <laughs> Yay! Oh, well. So speaking of winning, let's check out some of these posters from Ninja Lawyer Steve. It's a perfect win of a way to end up tonight's show. So last week we had wankers is one of the words of the week. And this week, Ninja Lawyer Steve has brought us some wanker posters. You guys ready for the movie posters of the week? Wanker edition. Let's do it. All right. So first off, we have Clash of the Wankers. The Clash begins in 3D. I don't want to watch that in 3D. No, thank you. Mm-mm. Clint Eastwood is <laughs> the wanker with no name trilogy. That is clearly a British movie. That's like a Guy Ritchie production. I was just about to say it's a Guy Ritchie yeah. joint. God. Ah, Michael Douglas, Val Kilmer, the wanker and the darkness. <laughs> that looks like a, like a double Dutch runner situation. Say hello to the film's most, the year's most honest film. Teen wanker. <laughs> That's why his hands are hairy. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Johnny Depp. Public, public wankers. Oh my God. What does, he need, what does he need the gun for then? That movie had such potential. It it did. It did. I like private wankers myself. Mm. Here we have Bo Derek, Richard Harris, Tarzan the Ape Wanker. Whoa. <laughs> that is an entirely different movie. Yeah, I don't want to even... Oh, God. Mm. Peter Lorre, the wanker who knew too much. Oh, God. You can never trust a wanker that knows too much. This is not a game. Wanker's game. I was so disappointed by that movie. Me too. Me too. The book is so good, and that movie was just not. I did not watch the film, but I read the book in high school. Oh, Ah. my God. Winner of four Academy Awards, Crouching Wanker, Hidden Dragon. Now available on VHS and DVD. Oh, my God. Friday the 13th, Part 5, A New Wanker. (laughs) Is it still got uh, Horshack in it? Wank, wank, wank. Wait, no, that that wasn't the one with Horshack. That was the one with Chip Travolta. Yeah, this is Chip Travolta. Yeah, Chip Travolta is Part 5. It's Part 5. It's got the shitty mask. Look at it. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yep. Confessions of a teenage wanker. Mm. Oh, Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. That was before she lost her mind. That yeah. that 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 was that was right when it happened. Ah, uh, there we go. I like that. Ah, oh, there we go. An American wanker in London. That the works. monster movie. Shit. That works really well. Yeah, it does. 
Especially because that because that nurse was was fucking hot. From the director of Animal House, a different kind of animal. <laughs> which is ah. which is which is funny because like if 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 it was literally called American Wanker in London and it was done by John Landis, I would I would buy it hundred percent. It would oh, be yeah, that, that, hundred percent sold on that. Yeah, one. That, that, that. that'd be yeah that'd be a real title. Be like, I get it. I can relate. I've been called a wanker in London before. <laughs> Here we have the last star wanker starring Daisy Ridley. Crazy Diddly. Crazy Diddly. If footmen tire you, what will wankers do? <laughs> By Eustace W. Perkle. Oh my god. Over 180,000 copies in print. Mm, good. The best seller. <laughs> oh, that's County. awesome. <laughs> I love it. Dude, that, that, okay, that's a winner right there. Because that is a winner. That has got multiple layers. God, I fucking love Married with Children. <laughs> ah, if you think you're ready for Freddy, think again. Night around Elm Street 3, Dream Wankers. <laughs> that, that was already a really good wankers. movie. It just got better. Oh, God. If, if, this is the, if this is a porn parody, I guess I'm directing it. <laughs> Let's get Doc into still sing the theme song. That's fine. That's entirely fine. I'll, I'll put that in the budget. <laughs> ah. Oh, Bill my Bixby, God. Lou Ferrigno, the incredible wanker. You wouldn't like him when he's horny. <laughs> Now, now, when does when does he change? Like, like how does like how does the change happen? When he's horny, does he just become green? And then once he like finishes, he's like back to being a human. Like, is that how that works? Yeah, it's like blue. It's like the manifestation of blue balls. That's all. Okay, all right. Now, got you, got you. All right, that makes sense. That makes sense. You won't like him when he's hard. <laughs> now, this one impresses me because all you have to change is one letter, and you go from Walker Texas Ranger to Wanker Texas Ranger, and yeah. I'm down. Or you could have uh, Walker, Walker, Texas Wanker. Oh, yeah, you could have Walker, Texas Wanker. Even Walker, Wanker Ranger would work, too. Yeah. yeah. It works in all three phases. It does. Either way, you know, he told me I have AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one more history button uh, or lesson from our, or question from our friend TLJ Screwjob. Sigh. Kendo said it. Said we beat them two on one. I was making a joke about the Eiffel Tower. I misused it. I guess anyway. Yeah, eighty percent German losses losses to Ruski. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, the Russians are uh, historically very cavalier about sending their people into battle to die. Um, you don't say. Yeah, they, they they seem to be okay with it, and yeah, that's that. Yeah, the the resources that had to be expended upon the Eastern Front for the Germans and. Uh, Hitler's extremely bullheadedness about the situation just led them to just weaken themselves on the Western Front in order to push east. And we took, you know, North Africa, Italy, pushed into Normandy, and, and you you saw the movies. We all did, yeah. So, guys, I think we now have finally reached the end of the show. So, is there anything else you guys would like to say? Uh. We love you, Dion. We miss you so much, my friend. <laughs> when you come back, we'll be waiting for you all month long. Oh, you, know, you know what? I always wonder whenever you go to his house for New Year's, like how often do you do that when he's just like ready to go to sleep or in bed or just like, you, or he's, he's in like another room and you fuck with him. Like how often do you do that to him? I'll never tell you. <laughs> Actually, what happens? It's easy. When Dion's sitting on the couch as you're walking by to go to the bathroom, I'll just go mm, like that. And he'll go, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best when we're like drinking out on the balcony 
and I can use, uh, I'll muffle my hand and use the, the rever- reverberation off the door a little bit, like, oh, Dion, and all that shit just to fuck with him. I just don't get it, to be scared of, like, a weird voice. It's not like I'm going to come into his house and sleep in his bed or bother him, right? I'm just going to eat his face. Just like that kind of shit. So, <laughs> Dion, we get some Jets pizza, but whatever. We could get Jets pizza with extra buttery garlicky crust. Oh, extra Jets. Dude, Jets pizza right now with some turbo crust would be fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Um, Watchman of Yaw wants to know if Hillary gets in on it. Here's how, folks, this is a great way to end the show. I'm going to yeah. tell you how into trolling Dion the people in my life are. My mom likes to oh, troll Lord. Dion. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah she does. Yeah, she Constantly. Does. What she does is Hillary loves the show Friends. Dion hates the show Friends. I once bought Hillary a Friends poster, and she was so excited. And Dion was like, fuck this show, fuck this poster, blah, 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 blah. So I told my mom his reaction, and she thought it was so funny. So I shit you not, every year for Christmas, my mom goes out of her way to get Hillary a gift basket full of nothing but merchandise from Friends. This year, I already saw what we got. I was just at home the other day, and my mom's like, look what I got for Hillary for Christmas. I'm like, Jesus Christ, Mom, where did you get all this shit? She gets more Christmas gifts for Dion or Hillary than Dion, and the whole point is to troll Dion by filling up his apartment with nothing but Friends gifts. So over, so there's been this is abundant of friend stuff over the years, just piling up somewhere. <laughs> yes, we went to thanks. We're sorry, we were up at his house oh for New God. Year's, and Hillary was making us breakfast, and I was drinking coffee out of a fucking Central Perk mug. Oh my God, so I love, like, I love that your mom was playing the goddamn long game, just constantly like bombarding him every year with this every shit. year. So, folks, if you want to play the long game and troll oh Dion with friends merchandise, you can send stuff to the PO box here. Uh, 14320 Ventura Boulevard, Suite 163, Sherman Oaks, California, 91423. Care of Dion. I will make sure Dion gets everything this holiday season. Speaking of holiday season, folks, make sure you sign up for Tits and Art Volume 1 right now. It is a big 11 by 17, beautiful uh, art book featuring lovely women, lovely scenarios. This volume is titled Seductive Fantasy. So you're going to get wonderful art uh, from me, and I'm working with artists from all over the world. We have paintings, digital work, all kinds of cool stuff in this book. And this is something I wanted to bring to you because it's what I love to do, create beautiful art and uh, you know feature some hot, sexy women in the process. So signups for that are available right now. And the reason I bring it up in the holiday is because this is a 30-day campaign guaranteed to get you to you by Christmas, so uh, be on the lookout for the sign-up. It'll be live next Friday. We'll have a big special announcement, and we have all kinds of special things planned throughout the entire campaign. So, our friend John Thomas says, Devil and Miss Cones is a religious movie. Analyze the character arc and see I'm right. Okay. I've never heard of that. Yeah. yeah. Is that like a sequel to Coneheads? Yeah. Uh, Jane Curtin has more of a screen presence than Dan Aykroyd this time. Hmm. <laughs> uh, shout out to the chat. People like my mom's trolling of Dion. Um, Dude, it's, I know you much, much, much respect, much respect and love your mom. Uh, that's yeah. fucking hilarious. Uh, that she's just like, I, every year I'm going to find new, interesting friend stuff and just send it to Hillary so that Dion can suffer a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and it'll slowly fill his apartment over the decades. Yeah, it's like that show. Everybody hates Chris, except for everybody trolls Dion. That'll be a t-shirt too. There we go. Everybody trolls Dion. I mean, and like, and the 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 funny thing is, we love him, but (laughs) 
<laughs> we like trolling him. It's fine. He oh. he needs to learn the art of the no sell. Yeah, I, I agree. Devil and Mrs. Jones is a religious movie. Analyze the character. I can see I'm right because John Thomas wanted to let us know Jones, not Cones, the porno. So I guess it's the Devil oh. and Mrs. Jones, the porno. We should be analyzing. Okay, the it's a movie from 1941, The Devil and Mrs. Jones. Okay. Is so the devil and Mrs. Bones? Mrs. Jones is about. Uh, let's see. Uh, I, you know, the funniest thing about that Mr. Jones, Amy, I thought he was saying Mr. Joe Mammy for the longest time. Oh, I was like, wait, is he trying to like? Because it was the '90s, so your mama jokes were like all the rage. So that I was, was like, my I thought he was Beavis and Butthead joke. Knock yeah. knock. Who's there? Joe. Joe Mama. <laughs> yeah. So dumb. <laughs> yeah. So um, apparently, it's yeah. It's, I, I don't know why you want. I don't know why you want us to review it or watch it over. It's a movie. Nick will watch it. He likes that type of stuff. From forty one, that's a little. I don't know, man. That's that's a little. A little look, look at Channel Dad Brian Lee to review it since he was around back then. True, that, that makes that makes that makes a little better sense because I'm just like that's like I don't know. I, I'm going to try to have to find it and watch it and just I'm just not into it at all. Honestly, like it just doesn't sound like a lot of fun. I'm sure I'm sure it's a religious one. So was uh fucking what was it um uh, the one about pot um reefer madness that was a religious mm. film too oh dude i got that on dvd that movie's fucking great Wait, the the, the original or the re- really weird remake they did like 10, 10 or 20 years no the original from okay. like 1936 okay yeah we should watch that sometime that um, actually you know what you know what else i have i have some like old school high school like health films on dvd i got some of those too i'd be down to watch those yeah they're yeah. fucking weird they're fucking weird it's okay, Timmy. You got hair growing down there now. Yeah, that's what it is. Done. That's what it fucking is. That's exactly what the fuck it is. It's weird. Dade Lee Murphy, thank you very much for your super chat. He says, Mike Barnes steps on world-class bullshitters' throats. There's nothing you've got that I can't counter. We've got a platform. Well, Mike Barnes is a guy from Cobra Kai, so. Oh. Wait, which we, one is we've Dion? got it? We, we've got a Dion. That's what we got. Yeah, we That's have a true. Dion. There, there you go. Uh, it looks like Mike Barnes is all from season five, so we're uh, not up on season five. No, no, no. Haven't had a chance to watch it yet. But you'll get there. Going to. I would like to hopefully in my head have time to work on it tomorrow, but I know I won't. So, folks, thank you for joining us on a Friday night edition of World Class Bullshitters. This was another fun night, a very successful show. So we'd like to thank everybody who joined us and made it as much fun as it was. Kendo, I want to thank you personally for teaching me and the audience and helping us get one step closer to the nonprofit so we cannot have to pay taxes ever again. Good. I was worried you guys were going to get bored. No. Here's the thing. If the audience is involved or into it, I'm in to- any topic. No, man, it was no, I, I once like, yeah, like, to be honest, I really liked it. I had none. I had no idea any, any of that stuff. I really didn't. It was good. Okay. Cause I was worried. Cause it's like, Oh, there's Kendo hopped up on cold medicine and whiskey. About <laughs> Wilson. That's, that's what you call your Patreon show. Cold medicine and whiskey. Well, I mean, I am hopped up on both. So, so like I've got a cold, so I'm taking cold medicine to relieve the sinus pressure because it's not fun out here where it's really dry having sinus issues. And well, you know, alcohol kills germs. And so if I got a sore throat, that's what I'm going to use to kill them germs in my throat that are making it sore. <laughs> so I'm doped up on cold medicine and, and 
some what is that? What is it? Rabbit's butthole whiskey that you sent me or whatever it's called? <laughs> rabbit hole, dude. Rabbit hole, calm down. Oh yeah, I mean, I get it now because I'm going down that hole and I've been drinking it all. How do you? Evening. wouldn't know. But honestly, how, how do you like that stuff? Is it good? It's actually pretty good. I uh, tried it the other night because I mean, I opened it up as soon as I saw that it was there because she and the kid went to bed. I'm like, I'm still kind of fucking hopped up on goofballs from the from the football game. Like, I know why the last coach I worked with fucking popped Riddlins like crazy. Because like there's so much yeah. shit going on, and I'm like, I need to take the edge off, so I just popped it open. I was like, wow, this is actually pretty good. Headcase Laboratory gave us two classic movies: Beer Fest and Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, Guys, don't you fucking those. threaten us with a goddamn good time like that? I enjoy both of those movies substantially. Uh, Headcase Laboratory, go over to our Patreon, everybody. Actually, we have reviewed or we've done a whole commentary for Revenge of the Nerds, and I'm pretty sure we've done Beer Fest. If we haven't, we will rectify that as soon as possible. I don't think we did Beer Fest. We did Super Troopers. We did. We did a Super. We Troopers, should yeah. give all the Broken Lizard stuff another pass. Yes. Yeah, I'm. I'm good with that. I fucking yeah. love those movies. Then we'll work on that. Yeah, dude. Uh, Monster Zero One also said, "I like the Austrian way better." So did I. Doing steroids and Mary Maria Shriver. <laughs> no, last crusade. Remember when we he said goodbye? This is how we say goodbye in Germany, and the fucking Nazi punches Indiana Jones in the face, and he hits his dad. You know the recoil, and then in Austria, that she kisses him, and Sean Connery was like, "I like the Austrian way better." So Sean Connery did steroids. <laughs> yes, clearly. Haven't you ever seen the James Bond films? That dude is fucking ripped. Where does Maria Shriver come into this? Hyannisport. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because she's she's a Kennedy. That's what happens, you know, because of that. Well, that's not the only thing that happens at Kennedys, but we don't have time for that right now. <laughs> yeah, you can get away with anything if your last name is Kennedy. Uh, you, you might die though. Yeah, well, no, you won't die. You you kill somebody, and you can still get away with it. Just well, that well, okay, well, that's only if you're Ted Kennedy. Robert and John, they they did not fare as well. That's true. Sir Hand, Sir Hand got to him first hand, first hand. So. Oh, I like that. There you go. Back to the Band of Brothers thing. One of the guys from Band of Brothers prosecuted Sir Hand, Sir Hand. Oh, I was not a. You know what? Hold on, one more. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there uh, we go. Uh, uh, Lieutenant Buck Compton became a lawyer, and he's the one that prosecuted Sir Hand, Sir Hand for killing John or Robert F. Kennedy. So there you go, folks. If we get uh, 15 Kendo historical quotes per episode, we become um, 513C nonprofit. We are, uh, you know, an educational group now. <laughs> could you imagine WCPS? Dude, be like, I could be like the weather. I'd like every, you know, on the on the, on the the tens of every hour, you know, I give you at least three things. That way, if we go to go on long enough for like two and a half hours or whatever it is, you get 15 in. Well, we already have the button right here. Yes, there was allegations of voter fraud that helped John F. Kennedy win the 1960 election, maybe. And then they think that might have led to him getting shot and killed in Dealey Plaza. However, it was probably just Lee Harvey Oswald. Secondly, Robert F. Kennedy was killed by Sir Ansarin. They named a football stadium after him. And last but not least... Uh, Lyndon Baines Johnson escalated things into Vietnam, which was a big boondoggle, and he lied about it the whole time, but he was always involved in escalation because of the American way in spreading democracy. See, there's your three things. Oh, and Woodrow Wilson was a cunt, and his wife ran the country for like two years. Oh, Jesus. <laughs>
So, folks, if you want to come back and hear more about oh Kendo's Vendetta against Woodrow Wilson, and you know you do, join us on Thursday, our traditional normal time, for episode 325 of World Class Bullshitters. And as you know, if an episode has a five in it, we like to do something extra special. So join us on Thursday for that. Dion will be back. We'll have more to talk about. And be get ready for tits and art. You'll be seeing more of that on Twitter, on YouTube, on social media, on TikTok. It's coming everywhere. So be prepared. Tits and art, a big 11 by 17, beautiful, full-color book uh, from me. Uh, Darian217, thank you very much for your super chat. The history of the world, according to Kendo, the more you know. Mm, remember, chat, now there's a quiz next week. <laughs> We could do that. Like, uh, on world class bullshit, like the website, like we can create a quiz each week and like people could like answer it. Whoever gets the most can have it entered into a chance to win a prize. We should start. I can I'll just build the website. We I bought all the domains for everything. The only problem is in the day and age of like being able to Google shit and look things up and like find answers, I gotta come up with something that's like just retardedly like off the wall stuff. Like, you know. Woodrow Wilson was a a cunt, B piece of shit, C great president, or D piece of fucking shit cunt. So there's like three good answers there. Well, I want you to tell me how you felt about Herbert Hoover next week. Uh, I mean, okay, yeah, I'll get into it next week. He's he, he, he about okay. to go down the tangent. Yeah, he you know, he gets a lot of shit for the depression and. It wasn't so much his fault. It was, God damn it, dude, seriously, fuck that guy. <sighs> We're going to have a Woodrow Wilson button next week. We'll figure some shit out. That's, you know what? We're going to make fun of Woodrow Wilson until somebody gets offended. <laughs> and if you get offended you by making fun point. of Woodrow Wilson, what the fuck? Listen, listen, here's what's going to happen. You're going to have comments in the fucking, in the, in the context of this video and on and on our other platforms for the podcast yeah, somehow we like crossed over and i yes. end up in a feud with like mr beat and vlogging through history it's like no 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 i have nothing against either one of you except for you because you went to kansas but that's a totally separate issue right now tigers baby <laughs> we can have four people in the, the comment section of this youtube video being like fuck you Rudrick wilson was awesome <laughs> no he wasn't no he wasn't and i will he had his 14 points i'll give you 14 points why Woodrow wilson was a piece of shit president yeah Come, like I said, folks, join us next week to hear more about Kendo. Number one, he's fat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So is there anything else you do want to say before we go? Uh, no. Yeah, go Heart, hey, seriously, though, uh, much love to Dion and to Mary Mayhem. Yes, folks, uh, send your love to Mary, definitely. And, of course, to Dion as well. Uh, people are going through some hard times right now, but for a community of people, of fans, of friends, and it always, um, it helps. So, yeah, just send some positivity out to both of those uh, friends, close friends, all that stuff, and um, we will let you know uh, when we know more ourselves about everything. But in the meantime, folks, be smart, be safe, be cool, but always be excellent to each other. Dot com slash Wilson's a cunt. <laughs> <laughs>